Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Click, pay, and download instantly. Welcome to the podcast. wait to try out this new game. It's rated 10 out of 10 and game of the year. Let's give it a whirl. Brought to you by Voles. Oh, I see. The Cambridge and Oxford Light Entertainment Societies have put their differences aside to bring us an all-new musical extravaganza. Weird. I thought they hated each other. Aw, it's a tale about discovering and embracing who you truly are through... A cottagecore dating sim? Wow! And it's in support of the NEC Society, who are dedicated to researching and preventing necrotizing enterocolitis? Wow, this is amazing! And I can look in the description to find out more at any time, even once this is over? Technology is truly something. Get on with it, will you? Alright, alright, play! Hazel, shoot him! I'm trying! It would be easier if you'd actually heal me! Maybe if you actually learnt how to aim, Hazel, we wouldn't be playing in the same level tournament as my nephew tomorrow night. Aim means nothing if I'm dead! Game over. How do you expect me to heal you if you're halfway across the map, you absolute lemon? Oh, come on, Ollie. Everyone knows the healer follows the team and not the other way around. She's got a point, you know. Oh, shut it. Like you'd know anything about playing a healer. I have spent days grinding to level up and watching only the finest gaming commentary channels for the best techniques. You don't put in nearly half the work I do. At this rate, we won't stand a chance in tomorrow's tournament. I thought we were meant to be a team. A well-oiled, synchronous machine. But you waste all your precious practice time playing those stupid, mobile dating sims. (gasps) They are not stupid. I'll have you know they've greatly improved my social skills. Really? I couldn't tell. Ouch. Maybe you should give them a go. Rude? Like I'd ever stoop that low? I wouldn't be called dead playing That's the Ghoul. It's called That's the Spirit, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, same thing. All you do in that game is move to a tiny town in the middle of nowhere with a child and date country bumpkins. How is that fun? It's just so boring and cringe. Cringe? Well, if it's so boring, why did your dad do that exact same thing when you were 12? (gasps) Avery! Oh, Ollie, you know I'm only joking. You turnip! Guilty as charged. But honestly, Ollie, what's the big fuss about? Dating sims are just harmless fun. They're all about the joys of building and maintaining relationships and getting to know the true depths of a person's soul. Even if said person is fictional. Seriously? 
What about the one where you date pigeons in high school? As a human. <laughs> All right, I'll admit that one is a bit strange. And the one where you try to date the KFC guy? Hey, that one was actually pretty good. I'll have you know. Look, there's some bizarre ones out there, but the absurdity is all part of the enjoyment. So, what's wrong with that's the spirit? You're a newly single parent arriving in a sweet little town to start a fresh life. It's actually quite wholesome. You can befriend the neighbours,、oh. volunteer at the local animal shelter, and even help improve the neighbourhood so the kids can have a brighter future. You know, like you could have if your dad hadn't left. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone want to do that? Like <laughs> volunteering? So uninspiring. Who'd actually want to move to a small town? Nothing interesting ever happens. If anything, the dating scene is certainly worse. Who'd want to date a farmer? See, Hazel gets it. I would much rather shoot up some aliens. Video games aren't always about violence and murder, Ollie. They're about escaping reality for a bit. You know, getting out of your head and just pretending to be someone else. It's hard to be yourself in the real world, but it's so much easier in the digital world. You can be your true version of yourself without being judged. Isn't that just beautiful? Well, you know what isn't beautiful—the fact that we still haven't won a tournament in the three months since we started our esports team. So you two better get some more practice in before our match tomorrow. I am not losing to Greasy Kyle and his gang again. He's by far the moldiest banana in the office bunch. What kind of business professional wears snapbacks and uses Ling spray? Talk about thirty going on thirteen. Like your one to talk. Hey, I am very mature. I don't have to play make believe through dating sims. I can pull a living, breathing human any time I like. I swear to God. Okay, okay, okay. We won't lose. I'm sure of it. I do have a lecture tomorrow, but I'll be there. Pinky promise. Can't you just skip it? We could really do with another practice session beforehand with all three of us.、Uh, I can't. I'm already failing this module as it is. Hmm. You regretting the master's degree yet? Absolutely. Shocker. Well, whatever you do, just don't. Forget about our match.、Oh, it was one time, Ollie. Right. You're the one who planned it, and you didn't even show up. You had the audacity to tell us we must show up without fail,、mm-hmm. but come five thirty, you were nowhere to be seen. Yep. We were all waiting for you. Oh, come on! Will you ever let me live that down? No, no, just, no. This <laughs> all is right. No. All right. I'm off. I've got an audition to prepare for. We are still meeting at two to work on your shockingly awful gaming style, right? I think you mean to practice in a calming and supportive environment together, so we can win the tournament. Fine, that. Yes, I will still be meeting you for that, hun. I'll text you with the deets. Ugh, I'm so jealous. Why do I have to live four hundred miles away from you both? Don't worry, we'll be thinking of you wasting away in a musty old lecture hall. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Thanks, so gracious of you. <laughs> well, see you guys tomorrow then. Bye. Bye. <sighs> It's hard being yourself in the real world. 
reset file. Start new game. But it's so much easier in the digital world. Start your quest. Love, life, and new beginnings await you in Pilflandy. Wait, Bray has a corgi. How haven't I unlocked this before? Oh, I think I'm in love. Oh my gosh, Hazel! Hi! You'll never guess what? Uh... Yep. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's me, Hazel. Yes, that is my name. Oh, sorry. Am I? Interrupting something? Oh, uh, no, no, not at all. I was just uh, watching a video about corgis. Yes, corgis. OMG! I love corgis! Their butts look like little bread rolls and they have the tiniest little legs! Can I see? No! I mean, no. <laughs> Sorry, uh, my phone died. Okay. As I was saying, Guess what absolutely fantabulous news Addison has to share with her friend Hazel! Uh, you finally tested out your genius idea of combining Red Bull Monster and coffee to form the world's longest lasting energy drink, and now you can't stop vibrating, and you haven't slept for the past 72 hours? Because the fact that your voice has transcended the human hearing range would imply as such. No! Not yet, at least. You got a new haircut? No! Steve proposed to me! <laughs> Look at the ring he got me! Look at it! Everest could never! Isn't it so shiny? I think I could legitimately blind someone with this! And babe, that is a whole ass diamond right there! No cheap ass cubic zirconias for this girl! Nuh-uh! And, and, to top it all off, he said he chose the sapphires because they reminded him of my deep, mysterious eyes. How romantic. Oh, he is just the best. You could strike me down this second and I would die happy. Not that that's an invitation, so you can get your hands on my ring. <laughs> oh, wow, Addison. That's great. I'm so happy for you. Oh, thanks, babe. And how are things with you and your beau, Jason? Oh, you should bring him to the wedding! You can match your outfits. Oh, you could pair your dress color with his tie. We, and ugh, we broke up. Oh! I'm so sorry, girl. It is fine. It was for the best. Oh, you poor thing. Come here, babe. Mama Addison will hug it all better. That's right. Bring it in. Oh, right. Okay, we're hugging. Okay. Uh, okay. You know what? We should go out on the town this weekend. Short skirts, high heels, copious amounts of liquid gold, and lots of male attention is a sure enough recipe for mission breakup recovery. Ugh, I'm not sure. I don't really feel up to clubbing. You know I met Jason on one of our nights out. It just bring up too many memories that I'd much rather not think about right now. Okay, scratch that then. Oh, we should go to Sappho and her friend. B b b that's a gay club. Why would we go there? We're straight. For the opposite, Hazel, babe. No male attention. You can dance the night away without a thought of stupid Jason. 
look at us being so quirky. Plus, I'm stunningly pretty. I can attract us lots of free drinks. I can't imagine anything worse, Addison. I just want to spend my Saturday evening baking the most unhealthy treats imaginable, then curl up on the sofa stuffing my face, crying over pride and prejudice, and weeping at the fact that I am not Elizabeth Bennet, not in Elizabeth Bennet. I'm straight, and that's the end of it. What will people think if they start a tagged photo of me at Sappho and her friend? Me and my gal pals go to that club all the time, Hazel. I don't know what you're being so defensive about. Uh, I I need to make the most of all the free time I've gained. To work on passing this module anyway. Silver linings and all that. Oh, I'm jealous. I only got 65% on the last assignment, but I was just so busy with buying the house with Steve that I just couldn't work on it. Life is so hard. I was so stressed, I could only manage two cups of Starbucks a day instead of my usual six. Hold on. You bought a house? Yep. Ooh, it's got five bedrooms, all en suite, and two garages, and an island in the kitchen, and a huge garden, and a- Yes, yes, I get the idea. <laughs> That's so exciting. I know, right? It matches my dream Pinterest board perfectly, right down to the rose gold plant pots. I've already bought a stunning live, laugh, love sign for the feature wall in the lounge. So, when are you finally moving into your own place? Oh, (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure. Babes, do not tell me you're still going to live with your dad. Uh, I mean, I could move out (laughs) if I wanted to, obviously. Just want to save a bit more money for the perfect place. You know how it is. You're just going to have to work extra hard at that barista job of yours then. Have you tried cutting back on the avocado toast? It saved us so much money. Oh, gotta go. Steve's here. We agreed to sit in the back together this time where no one can see us. Oh, I'm not usually this reckless, but it's the newly engaged excitement talking. To hell with public decency laws. Hi, Steve Kins. <sighs> if only I'd gotten a damn promotion. Hey, mate, I just bought us a green hoodie. No way. Well, I just bought a Tesla. <laughs> I got promoted at work the other day. Who thought having you as the manager would be a good idea? I don't know, and I don't care. I'm making it rain, baby! <laughs> I got laid like 20 times My last night. night. I got a full night's sleep last night. Shut up! <laughs> Dang, rubbish! I hate teaching in storms! Out of the gods above, expect me to lecture with the lights flickering on and off at any given moment. This is a place for knowledge, not for raves dictated by Mother Nature. Alright, students. Today's lecture is on. What is love? (laughs) Hey, sir, that song is well old. Watch it. Unless you want me to grade your next assignment as a fail. Again. No, sir. You wouldn't. Oh, I would. I think that damned pigeon that frequents the lecture theatre rafters could write a more well-argued research paper than you ever could. (laughs) Where were we? Ah, yes. Today's lecture is on love and attraction. A very pertinent topic for many of you, I'm sure. Some of you are finding partners, getting engaged, 
even having children. Isn't it just splendid? Man and woman, two separate beings coming together. Oh, I fully intend to, Professor. To form a whole, completing one another as nature intended. Now, to begin with, let us discuss Man some early theories of attraction. As nature intended. <sighs> if only it were that easy. I try to be who my parents want me to. To do just what they expect of me, but it's hard. Each day feels like the one that came before. I don't know what I'm in this for, not myself, that's for sure. What I'd give if I could live my guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Eating sims and baking tins, they're my guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures, guilty pleasures. Playing this game to escape my own shame and to move on with someone. My dreams since I was old enough to think has been. lecture hall can't concentrate on work at all it just doesn't end what I do Just you see 
pleasures Playing this game to escape my own shame And to move on with someone Guilty pleasures Guilty pleasures If I could then I surely would live my guilty pleasures Guilty pleasures Own a cafe, run a library, date a cutie with a corgi Though I know the game world's a lie Still I live to love someone like Brian Except obviously not Brian because I'm straight Are you Avery Cox? Hi, yes, that's me. You're late. Oh, yes, sorry about that. Traffic was murder. Good bit of method for a tragedy, though. <laughs> You're first on the auditioners today. Luckily for you, the director is a kind man and said you could audition when you eventually arrived. Oh, phew, that's excellent, thanks. You'll be going in next. I'd pick one of the shorter extracts if I were you. It's been a long day, and I'm sure the panelists are tired. I want it over and done with. Right, I'll keep that in mind then. Thanks again, Dickie Poos. Absolutely wonderful to see you again. Oh, your musicals are always a blast to audition for. No worries, Theo, darling. I know I can always rely on you to give a smashing performance. Should I expect to see you at callbacks, then? <laughs> you are so cheeky. Well, at least tell me you'll see me in the pub across the way, after you've dealt with the remainder of the riffraff, then. Of course. How could I say no to that? <laughs> Excellent. I'll go and get the first round in now, then, shall I? Oh. Dicky Poos, the final auditionee is here. An, uh, interesting fellow. Send them in then, Theo. Stop hogging the limelight. Oh, guilty as charged. Good luck trying to follow up from me. Cheery bye! <clears throat> right, um... So you are Avery Cox, 26, auditioning for the role of Alceus. Which of the extracts have you chosen for us to... What are you wearing? It's a doublet. I thought I would come in costume to really embody the character. After all, things are really rough for Alceus in the musical, so why not wear one? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh... Extract number, then? Three. Right, uh, the MD will read in the part of Daphne for you. Okay. Aren't you going to come up here with me? We're supposed to be in a rowboat at this point in the script. It'd be a bit more like a Viking longboat with you all the way over there. (laughs) No. Right. Uh, I'll just start, then. Oh, Daphne, 
Of all the places in our city fair to steal away into the depths of night, how fitting it is that we shall begin our journey here. Yes, by the old willow where thy name and mine are carved, where we promised our love for each other all those years ago. Like this mighty tree, I weep for those young things, for they thought their lives were doomed, that they could never be! Uh, look! Just the tortured thought alone hath brought me to my knees in agony. Thinks that improv is better than my writing. Twas too dangerous for them to entertain the notion that they could go against the will of their families, to reject their betrothed. Oh, but my sweet Alcius, we have done so. Hark, the cathedral bells, we must make haste lest we be discovered. Dawn is swiftly approaching. Yes, my love. Do not worry yourself. There is no one who knows of our plan. At least no one who still holds breath within their lo- Be! Be bewitched. I am bewitched by you, body and soul. Never have I felt this way before. You permeate my every sense. Every breeze whispers your name. Truly, I have been struck by love's keen sting! Ouch! Ugh! Stop! I've seen enough! I I don't even know why you bothered to audition for my musical when you clearly think you'd make a much better playwright! No, it's not like that. I... I didn't come here today to be told how to do my job, let alone be criticised by an amateur dramatics reject in a stupid costume! Look, Dick... I wasn't trying to correct you. If you could just give me a chance. No, I think I would like for you to leave immediately. And it's Richard to you. Ow. Ow. You don't have a first aid kit, do you? You'll be bloody needing one in a minute if you don't hurry up and leave. All right, all right, fine. Ow. Ow. I'm outside Cafe Galba. Don't think we are eating in. Get in your quick takeaway, then back to mine for practice. Hurry up! I look like a right knob of butter waiting around for you. Mate! Mason, uh, sup, man? How's it going? I thought you would have left for the Upload Festival by now, mate. Yeah, Giddy's waiting in the car for me. Just gotta get the breakfast pickup in first. You know what I mean. The breakfast pickup? Yeah, man. Can't forget the hash browns we need for the festival. Oh, yeah, right, right. Hash browns. Partial to a bit of ketchup with mine, I can't lie. Ketchup? Or, or, you know, maybe even burger sauce. I'm wild like that, dude. Sorry I'm late. I had to pop into the pharmacy after my audition. Huh, you know this clown? No. What are you talking about, Lord? We don't want any of your flyers or anything you've got to sell us, mate! Jog on! 
Yeah, they'll be missing you at the uh, Tower of London. <laughs> right, there's my man over there, Ollie. See you on the flip side. Pound it. What the hell was that all about, Oliver? Ah, uh, look, Avery, Mason is one of the guys. I can't be seen hanging around people like you, dressed like that. No offence. You can't just say no offence and expect it not to offend me. How can you respect the opinion of a man named after a jar? <coughs> and for goodness sake, Ollie, <coughs> I thought you said you quit smoking. Give me that. Oi! Stop being such a mouldy melon. We're heading out now, aren't we? Oh, let's just hurry up and get food so we can practice. Which we now have. Hmm, let's see. Minus two hours to do. Yes, because I got stuck in traffic, got rejected from yet another audition for a musical I was really excited about, was humiliated in said audition, got stung by a bee, and generally wasn't having the best time. I'm really upset right now. And you don't even have the decency to ask me how I am, or at least pretend to care. The only reason we have to practice is because you never listen to me and Hazel. Oh, so I'm the one to blame for all of our failures? I see. So it's not your poor technique, then? Or your abysmal time management wasting time on those dumb dating sims? No, it's all my fault. And how dare you not have the decency to apologise? I've been standing here all this time waiting for you, and all you do is turn up and insult me! Like you haven't just insulted everything I am by being too ashamed to associate with people like me. You know what? Sod practice, I'm going home. Hey! You said you were going to give me a lift! It's just started raining! Yeah, well, you should have thought of that before acting like a huge Pratt's banana. You're still logging in for the tournament, right? Oh, don't be such an idiot. I paid a third of the entry fee. And that's it for today, students. I would apologise for the delays, but it's not my fault Mother Nature is such a cruel mistress, beating us down with her ethereal tears. We're only 40 minutes over time. A mere piss in the proverbial wind when you get to my age. You are dismissed. Finally. Oh, one more thing. Sit down. Sit down. I want your essays on my desk Monday morning. Typed, please. My old eyes have seen some of the most ancient scriptures and writings known to man, and yet I still can't decipher your chicken scratch. Wait, 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 one more thing. Oh, for goodness sake, hurry up. I'm going to be late for the tournament. I need... No. Wait, oh, it's gone. I'll send the pigeon with notice when I remember what that darned thought was. Oh, yes, dismissed. Can you believe I have the Hazel Hadley making my-
pie wedding cake. It's going to be fabulous, babes. But oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I haven't even booked the head yet. I was thinking Venice, a five-star hotel, naturally. Nothing less. My beautiful gal pals. I wonder if airport security will let my novelty-shaped pasta through. Anyway, I... Are you all right, Hazel? Oh, I could have sworn I had an umbrella. I must have left it at home. This storm certainly wasn't forecast. You're going to get so wet. Have you got one with you? Maybe we could share part way of the walk? No, babe. I'm going to catch an Uber with Steve. I just spent the last hour and 40 minutes absolutely soaked, and I'm not keen on getting any more moist than I need to be. Think of what that weather would do to my hair. Besides, I don't think Steve is capable of walking at the minute. The lecture work was rather rigorous. I really don't think that's what the uni meant by academic rigour, Addison. Anyways, I've got to go. I'm late for an online event. If you're in a hurry, you can share the Uber ride with us. Although I can guarantee I won't be riding something else. I'm not hearing anything. I'm not hearing anything. Oh, I'm off. See you next time. Bye, babes. Oh, why today of all days? Thanks, universe. You're really doing me a solid here. Just when I thought my life couldn't get any worse. Oi! Watch where you're running! Bloody fitness fanatic! Sorry! Oh, Avery and Ollie are gonna kill me. Oh no. It's already a quarter two. Country shortcut it is. Gross. My shoes are never gonna be the same after this. Hello? Hazel, where the actual flip are you? The tournament starts in five minutes. Honestly, are either of you capable of cooperating with me today? Wow, Hazel, you look an absolute mess. Your hair is huge enough that I can even see it in pixelated low definition. Why are you in a field exactly? Oh, I don't know. I just fancied reliving my PE cross-country days. Get my lungs burning a bit to really hype myself up before the tournament. Feel the adrenaline pumping. Having a mouthful of phlegm really enhances my concentration. No need to be so sarky. I was just asking you a question. I've already had enough from him. I don't need you joining in. Shut up, Avery. He's all hurry up and get home, you overgrown kiwi. I'm not losing at yet another tournament because of you. Getting home is what I'm trying to do. It's not my fault that the professor drawed on for an eternity, or that this bloody storm is happening, or that everyone is getting everything that they want from life apart from me! My brain feels like a jello shot that, like, got whisked down the bar by a fancy bartender, but the patron was too drunk to catch it, so it got smashed on the ground. Ow! And now it's just a 
gelatinous slump with lint and some guy's hair stuck to it. Oh, That's scientifically oh, impossible. You don't have a brain. Oh, says the one who dropped out of university to pursue a dead-end career in theatre. <gasps> Seriously, you guys. We get sucked into a whirring electrical vortex of death that spats us out of what looks like the freaking set of Brigadoon, and your first instinct is to argue. I'll say it again. Where the hell are we? And what happened to the storm? The tournament! Oh, crap! Okay, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but let's just call the organisers and explain the situation. Where's my, where's my phone? Oh, yeah, because this is going to sound so believable. Oh, I'm sure they'll completely understand the situation. Oh, what's that? You got struck by lightning five minutes before the start time and were suddenly transported to an unknown location. Oh, don't worry. Happens all the time. It's chill. We'll just sign you up for our event next week. Great idea, bird brain. Oh, for the love of lemons, my phone, it's gone. Just like your dad. I will shatter you like glass. Can we please focus on figuring out what the frickety frack is going on here? Okay, okay. Everyone just calm down. I am calm. Before we go any further, let's all do some breathing exercises. Because, believe it or not, Ollie, I have actually picked up some useful skills from theatre. Now, everyone breathe in for four pheasants. One pheasant, two pheasants, three pheasants, four pheasants. Good, good. Now, expel all your anger and frustration. Let it fly away on the wings of the grouse and let the wind sweep your sorrows away. (laughs) Very good, students. Now, what can we see that might help us? Hmm. I see a sign in the distance and some houses. Yes, good. Onwards, plebeians! God, this sign is indecipherable. Phil... Phil... Liv... No, you idiot. It clearly says Pilflandia. Wait. Oh, no. Did you just say... Pilflandy. Oh, no. It can't be. Surely not. Are we in? That's the spirit! Oh, hell no! There is no way a storm transported us into your stupid dating sim. I mean, how would that even happen? That's the kind of thing you'd find as a convenient plot device in a haphazardly written student show. Yeah, Ollie's right. That's utterly ridiculous. Surely it must be a coincidence. I'm sure there are plenty of small towns called Pilflandy. Well, there's only one way to find out. Come on, gang, let's investigate. Oh, boy. See? This looks like any other small town. Nothing suspicious at all. 
Hazel! How are you doing, lass? Me? Huh? Yes, you. We met yesterday at St. Pills School Library, remember? Oh, you wouldn't believe it. My little Jespie won't shut up about story time yesterday. I'm so glad you're our new librarian. The last one was lovely, until she tried to throw the Oxford Dictionary at a four-year-old. Oh my god. Hazel, this is your game file. You played That's the Spirit? I thought you agreed that it was cringe. No, of course I don't. She must have mistaken me for somebody else. I'm sure there are lots of school librarians called Hazel out there. (laughs) Oh, I never forget a face, dear. Ah, Hazel, I've got a package for you. Something from a bad dragon? (laughs) 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 Mummy, Mummy, look! It's that library girl. That's right, Carmen. You're such a smart little princess. Hiya, Hazel. What is happening? Hello there, good morning. Now booze has come to stay. Friends here from the city, gosh, that's very far away. We're glad to have you back, so your kids have a lovely day. It's We're good glad to have, have you home, sweet It's no big deal. Thank you, dear Hazel. How typical of you. Avery, is this place for real? Hazel, my children say you swore you'd stay for tea. Sorry, sir, she's busy for today. Then here's some homemade jam, but please do call when you are free. How kind, I don't know what to say. Hear that. Miss Hadley, a moment of your time, if I may. You're still on the committee, though God only knows why. So as head of the PTA. Let me remind you of the latest quietest paperwork to do. There's the flower show and escort for the school trip to the zoo. Make sure the library is ready. I know it's not for three years time Keep up with me Are you still listening? Look at me when I'm speaking Listen here I don't care if you've got friends to say Dirty city folk too That doesn't mean you're in the clear I still Expect you at my house on time this very afternoon. We must discuss the carnival for it will be here soon. I can see that you're incompetent, but you must stop running wild. Make sure you're at the meeting. You can even bring your ugh child. Who on earth was that? Oh, don't worry. That's just Karen. She's like that. Uh, Not that I would know, of course. Hazel, I thought you said you didn't like this game, but you know the people and they all know you. That's an understatement, she knows them all by name, but does this mean that Hazel lives here too? Wait, what's this in my pocket? It's a key. 
the donkey to my cottage. I guess this means it's true. It's just around the corner for me. My cottage with its garden. Wait till you see the view. Here behind the library. Hazel returns from home when she wins. There's really no need to narrate. Look at me, it's Hazel, sits back and brought some friends. At last we're at the cottage gate. Hello, Hi. good day to you, I hear you've been away. Oh, to be young and to freely roam. I hope you've had some fun, I see your friends have come to stay. If you're foraging for mushrooms and you think you've lost your way Or you're wandering the woodlands as you ponder your new place As you come back warm and weary and the closing of the day We'll be glad to see you say back, here to welcome you back Always find your way back, oh So, when are we going to meet your child? How old are they? <gasps> Ooh, can I put them in a goose costume? <laughs> yeah, about that. That is not a child. Hazel, where is the child? That is my child. Ollie? Avery? Neat! Muesli! I didn't even know having a cat as your child was an in-game option. Did you hack your file? No. Why would I do that? Oh, he's actually kind of cute. Hi. Oh, okay. Rude. Uh, still the closest you've ever gotten to a pussy. Okay, I'll, I'll have you know I, f- I have fetched lots of cats. Shut up. Uh, Hazel, what are you doing with the cat? Getting him into his harness. Duh. What? You've never seen a cat on a leash before? Who's a good little kitty? You are. Oh, yes, you are. Okay, we get it. He's a good boy. The best of boys, actually. Yes, fine. The best of boys. (sighs) So let me get this straight. We've been sucked into Hazel's save file on this stupid dating sim, and now we are suddenly godparents to a fluffy cretin in a harness! As adorable as Muesli is, we can't possibly stay here! How the hell do we get back home? Avery, you're the... that's the spirit expert. Do something! Oh, so now you want to exploit my extensive dating sim knowledge. I thought that's the spirit was, and I quote, cringe. Oh, put a sock in it. All that matters now is getting out of this mess. I don't want to stay in this god-awful game any longer than absolutely necessary. All right, all right, Hazel... How much of the game have you played so far? Oh, uh, um, uh, not much. Hmm. Well, I did read a fan fiction like this once. It was amazing. It was a slow burn, friends to lovers, angst with a happy ending. Christ almighty, you read fanfics about this game? Hey, do you want to get out of here or not? Yeah? 
So quit judging my choice of literature. Anyway, in the fanfiction, they had to play the game and complete it. Completed? What do you mean, complete? Successfully romance someone, obviously. You, my little squirrel, are going to have to climb that metaphorical deity tree and get that hazel nut. Meow. That's right, Muesli. Meow. What? Why me? You're the one who knows this game inside out. It's your save file, dummy. And besides, if the email's currently filling my inbox at anything to go by, I can't act. If our lives are dependent on Hazel's flirting skills, then we are well and truly screwed. Exactly. I'm never one to agree with Ollie. He's got a point. I know this is my stupid safe file, but can't you at least try? I literally cannot do this. Nonsense. You can do this because I'll be right there to help. I've played this game through several times. I've romanced every deity, yes, even the farmer, and even unlocked the secret endings. I know their likes, dislikes, and their favourite positions. Yoga, Hazel. I'm talking about yoga. They have community yoga nights every fortnight. I am a master at flirting. Under my watchful eye, you'll be Casanova in no time. Master at flirting? Yeah, right. You've got as much allure as a mango with googly eyes. <laughs> at least mangoes are sweet to taste, hun. Ugh! Where would I even start? Well, we do have that invite to the PTA meeting, and Mr. Moore, the geography NQT, is a snack and a half. He is very diligent and goes above and beyond the call of duty. I bet he'll be there. <sighs> I think I would rather got stuck in call of duty, to be honest. <laughs> no buts. There's a particularly peachy one waiting for you at that meeting. Avery! Onwards, adventurers! <sighs> this is not going to end well. <laughs> Come on, Muesli. Replace what looks like it was built by a ten-year-old in The Sims. It's not too shabby around here. See? Not everything about this game is cringe. Whoa! Steady on, Muesli! Not so fast! Ah! Oh, God, are you alright? That was some fall. Oh, uh, don't worry. I'm fine. Here, let me help you up. Oh, you've got quite the graze on your knee. Nothing an alcohol wipe and a plaster can't fix. Oh, no, it's fine, really. <laughs> Don't worry, as a mom to an overly adventurous six-year-old, I am always prepared. Now, this may sting a little. <laughs> I hope you like woodland creatures. Don't you think plasters for kids are so much better? Uh, yeah. Uh, what's going on here, then? Oh, where are my manners? Uh, the name's Bry, and this little rascal is Cheddar. Oh, how are all the animals so cute here? I mean, the, oh, this is so unrealistic, oh my god. Oh, I haven't seen this fluff ball around before. Oh, what's your name, little fella? Oh, uh, uh Hazel. She meant the cat, idiot. 
<laughs> oh, uh, the cat is Muesli, and I'm Hazel. I'm not the cat. Hazel and Muesli. But wait, aren't you the new school librarian? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's me, <laughs> apparently. A pleasure to finally meet you. I, I've heard such great things. <clears throat> We're here too. I'm Avery, and this is Ollie. So. We're Hazel's friends from the big city. We thought we'd escape the big smoke and visit for the summer, which Hazel so kindly forgot to mention. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> Sorry. Are you headed to the PTA meeting too? Oh, yes. Look at the time. Uh, we can walk there together. You know, since you're new around here and all. New. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, new. <laughs> and clueless. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about falling for someone. Have we already found your match? Don't be so silly. You know I'm straight. Besides, I made a complete ass of myself. Hmm, yeah, you're right. I forgot you're so clumsy that you can't even walk in a straight line. How ironic. Aha, uh-huh. very funny. Wow, this place is huge! I don't think this can reasonably be called a porch. I could fit my flat in it at least twice. Where's the doorbell? Oh, Karen, of course, has one of those antique pole ones. It's just over here. And you are... Bry and Hazel. We are here for the PTA meeting. And where are your children, you so-called parents? (laughs) Usually is my child, thank you very much. Ever heard of a cat mum before? Hazel and Muesli are valued members of the school and are explicitly welcome at the PTA. As for my child, she's at home with the babysitter. A babysitter who happens to conveniently be afraid of dogs. So, Cheddar is with me tonight. Hmm. Very well. Right this way. But if I find a single tuft of fur on these velvet sofas, Miss Crinklewacker will be taking legal action. Thanks, I guess. Wow, I wasn't expecting so many people to be here. There's certainly a lot of parents in this town. Hmm, well, one would expect that from a place called Pilflandy. And one of these lucky gentlemen will be Hazel's boyfriend in no time. Roll up, roll up, hunks of Pilflandy. Don't miss your chance to snog this dorky dame. Avery! I can't just go up to someone and snog them. Have you ever heard of courtship? Sure you can. Just mash your lips with theirs and start sucking real hard. Go on, try it with your hand. You know, like... Avery, knock it off! I'm serious, Avery, stop! Parents! Caregivers! Beloved people who brought little lights of joy into this world, I welcome you all to my humble, modest, 
and law-abiding abode. As you may be aware, I am Karen Crinklewacker, the newly appointed head of the PTA. I am beyond honoured to have been voted. Voted? We all know that was fixed. As the new leader of this blessed association. It is now more important than ever that the voice of parents are heard and that we have a hand in the way the school is run. We deserve a say in how our children are educated and what is and is not deemed appropriate for them. Like many of you, I feared we were taking the left path under our previous head. But now, with dedication and hard work, I will set us back on the right one. I sincerely hope that we can work together to form a better future for our precious darlings. Blimey, this isn't an inauguration. Wrap it up! For today's meeting, we will be finalising plans for the annual Pilvlandi Summer Carnival. I know many of you have been planning your stalls for weeks now. I am most pleased to announce that the time has finally come for you to reserve your prized spot at the carnival. This is no time to get complacent, however. The reputation of Pilflandi rests on this year's carnival. We will therefore only be hosting the finest stalls. We are looking for style and sophistication. This event will be nothing short of perfection under my direction. All proceeds from this event will be donated to the local school to build a beautiful new gym for our darling children. Our precious pumpkins deserve the most exquisite gym that money can possibly buy, which is why the stall that raises the most money will be rewarded with this gorgeous trophy that will look absolutely stunning on my mantelpiece. As you know, my essential oil stall has been very popular for the last decade. So you whippersnappers are going to have to pull your socks up if you want to win. <laughs> Just you wait, Crinklewacker. Well, now that we've gotten the admin out of the way, I encourage you all to partake in some canapes and coffee and have a good old-fashioned mingle. Get to know your fellow parents. Oh, and I've included one of my business cards for oil you need under each cracker. So be careful not to eat them. You wouldn't want to ruin the gold leaf details. This is perfect. What is? The carnival. It's the perfect opportunity for you to do some romancing. And I'm sure Mr. Moore will be really enthusiastic about it and want to get involved. And, well, if it doesn't work with him, you could find yourself a dad and offer to help with his fundraising efforts. Look, Avery... Are you sure you can't do this instead of me? I... Oh, look, there's Mr. Moore over by the staircase scribbling in his notebook. Now's your chance. These canapes are so good. At least let me enjoy a few first. Fuel for flirting, as it were. No. That Karen has stuffed these with so much garlic it's making my eyes water. Garlic breath will make him swoon for all the wrong reasons. I don't know about garlic. They taste a bit weird. More like lavender soap. For goodness sake, Ollie, you didn't eat the business card, did you? Oops. Stop stalling, Hazel. (laughs) Get it? Stalling? Because the carnival? 
Ah, my comedic genius is wasted on you both. Go and mingle, otherwise we'll never get home. As much as I'm enjoying our little trip to the countryside, I don't think I'd like to live out the rest of my days here. Ollie and I are going to get some more canapes, preferably without a crunchy business card base. <sighs> Guess it's just you and me versus the scary PTA world, Muesli. Uh, hi! You're Mr. Moore, the geography teacher, right? I'm Nasal. An astute observation. Uh, what can I do for you, Heather? Oh no, it's Hazel. Shame my name isn't Heather, though, because I'd be all over you. Excuse me? <laughs> well, uh, more is attractive, open, uncultivated upland, typically covered with Heather, you see. <laughs> but I suppose you know that, because geography and all that. <laughs> Hazel trees don't grow on moors, do they? Hazel trees can often be found in hedgerows across the lowlands, and they're recognised by their leaves and catkins, you see. Of course, you can find hazel in a lot of ancient woodlands, too. Actually, I think an ancient woodland is the last place you'd find me. Your best bet would be checking the pub. Right. Say... Do you fancy busting out of here and getting a drink together? I mean that Karen right? Yawn. Thank you for the invitation, but I, I think it's best I stay put. The parents might need some advice on the logistics of their carnival stalls, and I need to be here to do that. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's fine. Totally understandable. Say... You going to have a stall? Because I'd be more than happy to help. Hey. No, I am not Hazel because I'm not a parent. Uh, but Daryl over there is. Maybe you should speak to him. Daryl, right? <laughs> I'll go do that then. Thanks. Help me, Muesli. This is mortifying. <coughs> Hi. Are you Daryl? Yes, ma'am. It's me, all right. What can I do for you? I'm Hazel. I was just speaking to Mr. Moore, and he said that you were thinking about a stall for the carnival. That's right, Hazel. Well, more like a carnival game as such. Needed to check if that was still A-OK -okay for the rules of the fundraiser. A game? Oh, that's fun. What is it? Best shooting range this side of the country is what it is. Sh shooting range? Isn't that a bit inappropriate for children? No, improves their mind, it does. Stun wonders for my boy's hand-eye coordination. Anyways, they're only shooting stuffed animals. Yeah, I got a rabbit real good yesterday. A plushy one, right? Oh, no, we ate it. boy. Oh, would you look at that? Is that really the time? I must get going, if you'd excuse me. This is useless, Muesli. Utterly useless. <coughs> Muesli? Hi, library cat. Uh, hello, library girl. Oh, hello. Uh, Carmen, was it? Yep, yeah, that's me. Where's your mum, Carmen? I, I snuck away. Uh, only for a bit. I know grown-ups say I shouldn't do that. I'm going to go right back, I promise. But first, I want to ask you a question. And what's that, Carmen? I'm scared. Well, in that case, how about I turn away and you can ask Muesli? He's a very helpful cat. Very knowledgeable. He works in a library, after all. Oh, uh, 
Uh, okay. Um, uh, hi, Muesli. You're very round and fluffy. I, I like that. It's a very good feature for a cat to have. Oh, thank you, young one. I put in a lot of work to make my coat look good. Now, what was your question? I'm all ears. Well, I'm also whiskers, tail, and paws, but I'm listening. <laughs> well, you know that story Miss Library Girl was reading us the other day? The one where the princess isn't very happy, but then looks in that magic mirror and, and finds he was a prince all along? Yes, I can remember. What about it? Well, can princesses really do that in real life? Because... Mummy calls me her little princess all the time, but I I think I'd rather like to be a prince instead. Of course, Carmen. Yeah. What matters is who you are on the inside. You are already a perfect prince. Really? Yup, that's right. Have you told your mum about the story? You shouldn't be afraid. Your mum is very kind. It'll be all right. Cat's honour. Oh, thank you, Muesli. You really are the best library cat. Did you and Muesli have a good chat? Oh, I hope he didn't bore you with his favourite topic, tuna. He could talk about tuna for weeks. <laughs> no, he didn't. I'm going to go back to my mummy now. Thank you, Kitty. Wow, you're really good with children. That was so heartwarming. Uh, what was that? What was what? The big heart that just appeared over your head. Um, has Robin spiked the coffee with liquor again? Okay. I told her it wasn't funny the last time she did it. Do you want me to fetch you some water? No, 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 no. It, it's fine, really. I'm just seeing things. <laughs> Ignore me. <laughs> so... <laughs> Are you going to be doing a stall for the carnival? Yes, this will be my first year. I, I'm going to treat everyone to fries, baked delights. All my close neighbors love my cakes, so I'm pretty confident. Unless, of course, they were just being polite. No, Bri. <laughs> I'm sure you're a sensational baker. Oh, really? What makes you so sure? Well, your buns look fantastic in those jeans. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry, that was awful. No, no, it wasn't. You do make me laugh, Miss Hazel. Say, how about I help you out with your stool? I dabble in baking myself, both to apologise for that terrible pun, and to make darn sure Karen doesn't win again. You would really stick your neck out like that? For me? And face the wrath of Karen? And besides, don't you want to make your own stall? Of course, I'd love to help you. Aside from setting up rival baking stalls, which does not sound like my idea of fun, what else could I do? Last time I checked, people borrow books from me. I don't think the library would be too happy if I started trying to sell them. <laughs> well, well, how about you come round to my place tomorrow to discuss ideas? I'll jot down the address. Uh, let's say... Noon? You'll definitely be able to find it. It's painted bright yellow with big sunflowers in the yard. My daughter insisted yellow is her favorite color. Great. See you then. Bye, Hazel. Oh, no. Oh, what have I done? 
Oh, trust me to get all carried away. Has this woman really put stealth business cards under all the food? I just want to eat something not tainted by scented cardboard. Is that too much to ask? How about the soup? That should be safe, right? I'm still starving. How is it? It's got business card chunks. Ew. Come on now, Robin, dear. Don't you remember what happened last time? What? It's funny! Make this wake of a PTA meeting more of a party! Can't you ever be responsible? This is not a good idea. <laughs> Can't you ever cut loose, Demelza? Hey, let's ask these kids here! Don't- Oi! You two! Us? Yeah, come over here a minute. I need you to settle something between me and my partner here. Uh Sure. What are you doing? We're supposed to lie low and let Hazel do the work. Yeah, but that doesn't stop us from having a bit of fun. Come on, Demelza is my favourite character in this game. They're so gothic and cool. I've romanced them more than any of the other deities. Didn't that lady just say they were her partner? Well, yeah. I'm a homewrecker. There is no way in hell we're going over there. Please, Ollie. They do theatre. Theatre! Come on, for me. To make up for being such an arse outside the cafe. Oh. Oh, fine. What do you need? We are at your service. Well, my Demelza here thinks it would be irresponsible to spite the coffee pitcher with liquor. I, on the other hand, think it would be utterly hilarious and ruin Karen's day. Thoughts? I'm with you, uh... Robin. Uh, Robin, I think that would be sick. See? The young'un agrees with me. It would be sick, Robin. No, no, like, cool. <laughs> Come on, Demelza, get with the lingo. We aren't all still living in the Victorian era. I agree with you, Demelza. The liquid poison robs us of all rationality, logic, and reason. Far better to keep a clear head and sharp senses, so that we may truly appreciate the beauteous and bountiful world around us, and engage in meaningful conversations this PTA meeting inspires. Why the hell are you speaking like that, you theatre reject? God, this is humiliating. First of all, rude. Second of all, Demelza loves it when you go all poetic. Well put. I don't believe I've seen you in these parts before. I would remember such a refined young person. What's your name? Avery. I am most pleased to make your acquaintance. I'm spending a summer here in your wonderful corner of the world. The country air is very good for balancing the humours, I find. <coughs> oh, and this is Ollie. Charmed. Get off me! I didn't even go near her! He's lying, Mom. He told me unicorns aren't real. All my dreams of being a unicorn are ruined. <laughs> Listen here, you delinquent! I've welcomed you into my beautiful home, 
a charitable act given the state of you. Better he's here than on the streets getting up to mischief or graffitiing the back of the coffee shop, I thought. Perhaps we'll make a distinguished young gentleman out of him yet. What are you even talking about? Don't interrupt me. My daughter even had the good grace to engage in conversation with you. And what do you do? Destroy her hopes and dreams and disrespect her. Clearly my expectations of you were too high. I would expect nothing less from someone with a background like yours. No wonder your real parents gave you up to the foster care system. Pray tell, what on earth is going on here? This hoodlum has been picking on my poor Christie. Look at her, she's in tears. I didn't matter, she's crazy. How dare you? I would appreciate it if you would unhand my son, Karen. And we can talk about this like rational adults. Shouting like a town crier is never the answer. I've always taught Luca to discuss matters calmly in order to resolve conflicts. <laughs> the cheek, Miss Lockhart. Someone like you telling me how to parent. You millennials are too soft. I suggest you tell your so-called son to apologize and then punish him. What do you just say? Don't, Robin. It's not worth it. No, I want her to repeat it. They heard what I said. Us real parents know what's best for our children. Why, you... That's enough, Robin. Come on, Luca. Let's go. It's clear we aren't welcome here. You haven't heard the last of this, crinkle whacker. I apologise for that, everyone. Please do continue with your nibbles. <laughs> wow, what a first-class bit. Oliver Branch, please, there are children present. Which? Where did you pop up from? I thought you were busy romancing Mr. Moore. Well, uh, that didn't quite work out. What? Why? I told you I was useless at this. I end up getting all tongue-tied and start making awful puns that no one appreciates. <sighs> the only one that laughed at them was Bri, and that's not helping the situation much. Wait, Bree laughed at your jokes? It's pronounced Bri Avery. She's not a French cheese. And yes, she did. I don't know why. It was so awkward I asked her if she needed help with her carnival stall and she said yes. I just have to let her know I can't make it. I can't waste time making friends when I need to miraculously romance one of these poor, unsuspecting gentlemen. Maybe it's her you should be getting tongue-tied with if you catch my drift. What? No, I'm straight! Straight, yes. You tell us all the time. But she actually enjoys your company. Ouch! Burn! What I mean to say is, it's not about whether you like them. It's about whether they like you. We need to get out of here as soon as possible. They're right, you know, as much as it pains me to say. I don't want to wait around here for an eternity for you to find a suitable bachelor. If this Bri likes you, go for it. Uh, I can't! Look, I know you don't swing that way, but you've got to do it. 
Listen, if I can pretend to be straight for twenty years, you can at least try and pretend to be gay for a week. You're our only hope. <sighs> fine, fine, you win. But I'm only doing this so we can get home. Great. I'm so glad we've got that sorted. But I need to get going now. Going? Where? You can't just order me about and then leave. I need to catch up to Demelza. Why? I thought you weren't doing any romancing. <gasps> does this mean I get to quit? It most certainly does not. Don't tell me you wouldn't jump at the opportunity to get to know your favourite video game character. Bet you've got the hots for Link, or even Waluigi. God, the things he could do with that moustache! I do not. No time for debate, I'm afraid. Arrivederci. Oh boy, Avery, wait up! I'd do anything to escape this meeting. <sighs> and off they go again. I'm telling you, Demelza, that crinkle twatter is just asking for a beatdown. Come on, let me out, her. I'll make it quick. I'll even hide the body if you want. There will be no hiding of bodies, Robin, darling. Please drink your frappa, jappa juice, palooza, and calm down. It's a frappuccino, Demelza. I'm just saying. She was shooting dirty looks at me all afternoon. What the hell is her problem? <sighs> to be frank, as much as I admire your sense of style, perhaps the biker jacket with a bloody skull on it wasn't the most discreet nor appropriate attire for a PTA meeting. <gasps> How could you say such a thing? Don't listen to my madder, Robin. The skull is sick. It works great with the eyeliner. See, the kiddo gets it. Not like wrinkled knickers. Just because everyone else in this tiny town still dresses like it's the 1940s doesn't mean I should too. Every time I see that pompous little weasel, she always turns her nose up at me or shakes her head disapprovingly, <laughs> as if I'd want her approval on fashion. Well, surely it wouldn't hurt to tone it down a little bit. The black lipstick is a bit excessive, right, Avery? Uh, no. Listen here. Big boy, I'm not about to change who I am as a person just for a morsel of validation from someone with nothing better to do but stroke their own ego and gossip about others. You got that? Suit yourself, Robin, my love. You're scaring the poor boy. Don't invite him for a friendly coffee and then scare the living daylights out of him. I do apologise for my partner. She can get very passionate. Oh. You're right, Robin. Karen is always sticking her pinchy little rodent nose in where it doesn't belong. She's always questioning my authority and competence as a parent. Even though I've cared for Luca since he was just a little toddler, apparently I know nothing about parenting. <laughs> just because I adopted him. Like I've said, I wouldn't mind punching her lights out. Multiple times. Just leave it. You'll only make it worse. How can you say that, Luca? You don't deserve to be disrespected like that. Neither do you, Demelza. It doesn't matter how much or how little DNA you share. 
You, Robin and Luca, are still a family in your own beautiful way. Karen's done this ever since we moved to the neighbourhood. She said there's clearly something wrong with me if my real parents didn't want me. I, I don't know. Maybe she's right. I just don't care anymore. Dear, you know, she's so very wrong. You are the most splendid child I could ever ask for. Never have I known such a brave and creative soul. You remain true to yourself, no matter what. Blooming, despite adversity. Your past does not dictate your future. A future that I am certain holds such bright and wondrous things. I am so very proud to call you my son, Luca. Yeah, well, whatever. Thanks, I I guess. I've got to go. I've got, um, band practice? Yeah, band practice. All right, then. My hurt is root. Try and get back before nightfall. Seriously, Demelza, I am not afraid to deck that woman or her twins. If my nephew Victor wasn't away at summer camp, I'd tell him to terrorise those god-awful brats. Violence is never the answer, Robin. I'd much rather fight with words, forged from the heart, passion and soul poured into every syllable. Boring! you, Janet. I am positively fuming right now. Oh, darling, me too. My bones are just rattling in rage. Do tell, dear. Would you believe it, Janet? All of my prized vegetables mysteriously perished in the night. (gasps) The horror! I had spent months cultivating the juiciest and plumpest cucumbers for the carnival, Janet dearie, and now they're ruined. Ruined, I tell you. I am certain it was the same type of pesticide-stuffed weed killer that Crinklewacker uses. I have been patient with that woman ever since she moved in here 30 years ago, calmly telling her to please be careful about where our boundaries meet, but nothing gets through that thick skull of hers. Absolutely shameful. The second I noticed that my cucumbers were drooping, Janet, I picked one up, marched right round to her house, and told her she could stick my cucumber where the sun don't shine. But of course, she insisted it was rabbits, just like every other time my crops have mysteriously died. Honestly, we all know it's because she wants to get her hands on that fundraising trophy. Those essential oils of hers can't cover up the smell of her bullshit. I wish I could say I was surprised, darling. But what do you expect from a woman who doesn't return her library books? Whenever I have to send out a reminder to her, she threatens to file a restraining order against me. Over library books. What a pathetic little worm. Did you hear that, Ollie? Sounds like this Karen is messing with everyone's lives. Hmm? Oh, sorry, I mentally clocked out when she started talking about sticking her cucumber somewhere. Ow! Now do you see why I wanted to spike the coffee pitcher? Robin, that's illegal. It's only legal if you get caught. 
I say we go further than that. We could replace her ice cream with mashed potato or start a fire on her patio. Screw it. Let's raise the stakes and punch her baby. Nice. No. No, no, like her. Punch her baby. Telling you, Robin, grammar saves lives. All right, comma police. <laughs> oh, I do wish we could do something to put her in her place, though. Hmm. Oh, I've got it. This is brilliant. We could do a big expose. You know, get some video evidence of her antics and support it with some interviews from the townsfolk. <gasps> like those serial killer documentaries on Netflix. We could be the vigilantes of Bill Flandy, bringing justice and peace to all by stopping the evil crinkle whacker in her tracks. Hmm, I would much rather punch her baby, but that works too. I like your thinking, kid. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. The only problem is, how do we show our evidence to everyone? I doubt this tiny town out in the middle of nowhere has good enough internet to stream it. The internet connection is not too terrible at the cafe. Although the only website that seems to work with any efficacy is Mumsnet. Perhaps we don't have to use the internet at all. Uh, how? I'm managing the drive-in cinema at the carnival this year. It's got a projector, and the screen is large enough that it can definitely be seen from the main stage, where the trophy will be presented. With a sneaky swap of the tapes at the end of the evening, all of Karen's lies will be on display for the whole of Pilflandy to see. As much as it pains me to wait until the end of the carnival to expose her, no doubt after more foul play from her, the results of the fundraiser will be the only time everyone is gathered in one location. So, does this mean you're in? Fine. I'm in. Yes! But... I'll conduct the interviews. Robin, you'd almost certainly falsify evidence. Yeah, you're probably right. Ollie and I will handle the video footage in that case. Avery, would you care to be my assistant in the pursuit of justice? I would love to. It's settled then. Operation to catch a Karen is a go. in my doll. Another one? Oh, that's very impressive, Dars. How many have we lost to the French Revolution game now? This isn't a game, Mama. It's very serious. They are enemies to the revolution. Uh, yes, sorry. Very serious. Uh, what are you going to do with them uh, after the revolution? Uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that yet. Hmm. Well, if sticking their heads back on doesn't work, I guess they'll just have to be undead dolls. Undead? Yes, undead. Zombies that'll rise from their coffins and eat your brains! Crackers, I forgot I invited Hazel over. Darcy, could you go and fetch those cupcakes we made yesterday? Can Marie help? She likes cake and she's very enthusiastic about other people eating it. 
<laughs> of course, you and your doll can be Mama's little server team. Okay. Oh, but we want our tips afterwards, so you better pay up. <laughs> Cheeky. Hi. You were right about the colour. I could spot the house from a mile off. <laughs> <laughs> come in, come in. Sorry about the mess. Occupational hazard of being a mom to a very rambunctious six-year-old and an equally excitable corgi. Ouch, cheddar! Somebody's feeling playful, aren't they? Oh, this is what I'm talking about. Get, get down, cheddar. Leave poor Hazel alone. I'm so sorry. Don't worry, I love corgis. Their butts look like bread rolls and they have the tiniest little legs. <laughs> so, you mentioned cakes for the stall. Are you considering doing anything else, too? Oh, yes. Uh, so I was thinking I could bake some of my signature cookies, maybe a variety of pastries, too. This town goes crazy for baked goods. I was going to try out a new recipe called left shoe pastry. It's like a, a wonderful waltz of tanginess and saltiness in your mouth. Oh, I can't forget the cream-filled buns. <laughs> and, and with your cafe experience, we'll be sure to win. How did you know I work in a cafe? Uh, um... Your aesthetic gives it away, I'm afraid. Uh, who else would pair short stungarees with knee highs and embroidered Doc Martens? Touché. And here the wait staff come with a little sample. Mm. Little being the operative word. Darcy, how many did you eat in the short distance from the kitchen? A few. Darcy. Oh, it was so good, Mama. My mom makes the best cookies. <laughs> Isn't she precious? Darcy, this is Hazel. She's new in town. Nice to meet you, Darcy. You look like one of my dolls. Oh, that's so sweet. I chopped her head off. <laughs> oh. I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. She does mean well. Darcy struggled to warm up to strangers ever since her dad left us. So, um. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Loss? No, the, the twerp bought a boat with his gym friend and sailed away to Rome. We're better off without him. At least, that's what I keep telling myself. He wasn't thrilled when I told him I was pregnant with Darcy, but he agreed to stick around and be in her life in some form. I guess the allure of the sea was just too tempting, though, because one night he just... left. And I haven't heard from him since. Hazel, um, what if Darcy grows up to resent me? What if she thinks her dad leaving was all my fault? I, I, I've tried uh, to give her everything I possibly can on my own, but what if, what if that's not enough for her? I couldn't stand to lose her as well. Oh, Bri, I'm sure that won't happen. As long as you do your best, isn't that what counts? Thanks, Hazel. I just feel like I'm stuck, you know? It's like nothing ever progresses. Even when I think life's about to change, it slips through my fingers. So close, yet so far, every single time. Everybody around me is getting their lives together, settling down, getting promotions, and spoiling their kids. But not me. No, my life is an abandoned and forgotten sandcastle at the beach. Slowly but surely crumbling away. That's exactly how I feel. I work so hard to live up to my parents and everyone else's expectations of me. I feel like I never stop. 
But I never accomplished anything for myself. Then you understand that winning this fundraiser would feel like I'm finally excelling at something. That at least I did something with my life that my daughter can be proud of. Then let's do it. You and me, together. You can kiss goodbye to your trophy, Karen Crinklelucker. <laughs> it's not that I miss him. It's that I miss having someone to talk to. And though I love my daughter dearly, well, six-year-old conversation's not quite the same. And it's not that I'm lonely. But when I look at those around me, while it never fails to astound me, how everyone seems to have it sorted out, and I know I'm probably being dumb, but all I want to do is be the very best mom, but it's hard. Because I feel I'm stuck in a loop I feel I'm going in circles when it seems that things are getting better it all starts again I feel I'm stuck in a loop that I'll never move forward and what I want more than anything in life is to move on with Getting on for 30, I thought I might have gotten somewhere, that I might have accomplished something in life, but I guess in every clutch there's gonna be a bad egg, and sometimes I don't mind that, because I don't want fame or money, but then I find it a lot less funny. When people like Karen seem to have it all And I know I'm probably being mean But beating her at something is my favorite dream But it's hard Cause I feel I'm stuck in a loop I feel I'm going in circles When it seems that things are getting better all starts again I feel I'm stuck in a loop that I'll never move forward and what I want more than anything in life is to move on with someone when I look at Darcy I want so much for her future and I desperately want to be the one who shows her how to make her own success in life. But then I look in the mirror and I see just how I'm feeling and how my life's derailing. I don't think I can be just what she needs of me and I hope that I won't freak you out. If I say that having you here is really helping out, Hazel, dear. Cause I feel like stuck in a loop. I feel I'm going in circles when it seems that things are getting better. It all starts again. I feel I'm stuck in a loop that I'll 
never move forward and what I want more than anything in life is to move on with someone what you have with me out of this loop please break me free of these circles maybe with your help Hazel it won't start again can't you get me of this loop maybe then I'll move forward cause what I want more than anything in life yes what I want more than anything in life well what I want more than anything in life is to move on with someone like well does does someone really <laughs>
Thank you
Well, here we are. The only tech store in the whole of Pilflandy. Yikes. It's tiny. Not much choice by the looks of it. Ooh, but they do have a two-for-one off on floppy disks. <sighs> It'll have to do. Come on, let's go. Welcome to Miss Mama's Machine Madhouse for all your machinery needs. How can I help you today? Do you guys sell any cameras? What? Cameras? As in those things you record videos with? Huh? Uh, no, not ringing any bells. Oh, for God's sake! Box with hole! Moving pictures! Oh, right, those. Jeez, no need to get so irate. Bloody customers thinking they know everything. Here. This is a toaster. Well, it has a hole, doesn't it? And it's a novelty one with moving pictures just like you asked for. What? How can how can a toaster have moving pictures? Oh, you see this nice photo of a lady printed on the front? Yeah. Well, if you turn it upside down, all her clothes... All right, all right, that's enough. Forget this. Come on, Ollie, we'll find it ourselves. Suit yourself. Ooh, a handheld massager. Hmm, bit of an odd shape, don't you think, Robin? Whoa, wait, no, 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 don't turn that on. Oh, my God. How is this meant to be relaxing? Oh, no, that's a very faulty product. Give it here. What kind of tech shop is this? (sighs) Maybe we should try the shop next door instead. But why? That's a kid's toy shop. Why would we want to go in there? I remember my nephew Victor had this neat little camera when he was small. It actually recorded pretty decent footage. My sister got of him for Christmas and he was obsessed with it. Now, what was it called? Uh, can't we just hop on your motorbike and try a different tech shop in another town? Welcome! Hi, I was wondering if you could help me? Oh, but of course! What do you need help with? I'm looking for this camera, but I can't remember the name of it. It's about this big, in the shape of a very friendly-looking frog. Oh, you mean Kitty Zoom? I'll fetch for you right away. Perfect, thank you. How are we supposed to film serious documentary footage on a frog? It's a stupid toy for little kids. Well, it'll have to do. Sorry, Buckaroo. Is this for your child? Or uh, a nibbling, perhaps? Oh, no, it's for him. No, it's not. Don't worry, pal. I have one myself in orange. I've called him Pumpkin. He's adorable. Even ribbits when you press record. And the camera quality is great for the price compared to boring adult cameras. Right? Thanks so much for your help. Have a good day. Oh, hell no! I'd rather prance about these streets naked than be seen with a kitty toy! It's really not that big of a deal, mate. If it gets the job done, what's the issue? Oh. Ooh, while we're here, it wouldn't hurt to try out the merry-go-round. Are you serious? I'm not going on that! I've been subjected to enough embarrassment for today, thanks! Why not? 
Too afraid to take a ride, big boy? No. There's people watching. Does it matter? There'll always be people around to watch and judge you, but that doesn't mean you should change what you do to please them. It's your life. You do what makes you happy. Stop worrying so much about what others think. What is it that you want, Ollie? To go home. Now. Not so fast. I'll ask you again. What do you want, Oliver? Forget what society wants from you. Deep down in your heart, what's your strongest desire? Um, I don't know. To, to just have fun and actually enjoy my life without all these expectations of me, I, I guess. Well, you can start by getting on this merry-go-round with me. Come on! So, which horse are you going to pick? I'm going for this black beauty over here. Oh, uh, that maybe this red one? Solid choice. Right, saddle up. Woohoo! Yeah! Woo! Mummy, why does that woman have red hair? <laughs> Look away, Timmy. We can't have you exposed to such a freak of nature. Actually, it's the blood of all my enemies that I've mercilessly slaughtered with my bare hands. Whoa! Cool! <gasps> Timmy, no! <laughs> <laughs> this isn't too bad after all. Not that I'm enjoying it or whatever. Ah, oh, come on! How can you not love the feeling of the wind washing through blood-soaked hair? You're totally enjoying it. Mm, nope. Definitely not. <laughs> Life is a merry-go-round A cyclical trip round the sun The years pass by too soon Before you know it, you're grown so why are you wasting time? You say that you want to have fun. Who cares what people think? Enjoy the ride before it's done. You'll never feel right lying, betrayed. I once walked your path, terrified. I never felt more alive when I let the lies burn and die honestly. Time to drop tower of death you do the wrong thing and you pay no point pretending how can one just drop the cliches 
I wish that it wasn't that way. Doesn't have to Will be. I ever dare to let go? Yes, soon you'll What see. waits beyond the edge? I'll swim, I'll sink, and drown instead. Life is a merry-go-round. Embrace what you have found. It's easy when you know. Thank you for your responses to our post on Mumsnet. We've gathered you all here today because all of you have reported grievances with none other than Mrs. Crinklewacker. I know, I know. She's been terrorising you all for too long. But soon we will rise up and put an end to her reign of tyranny. Today, I want you to let your frustrations and resentment pour from your hearts like a gushing river. Hold nothing back. Her tendrils suffocate our lands. The world we walk is in her hands. Our children's minds can not expand. As the scheming saboteur's hell stands She tops the hierarchy she made Always unkind, always degrades She blinds our minds with free lemonade Let's raise some anarchy today Come forward Clear her evils. Speak your truth. She tore a hole in my favourite dress Because she thought that she wore pink best She tripped me up on the school hall stairs She blends it all on the plastic chairs Thank you for sharing. Pink is for everyone. She calls my dog a depraved old mutt Super glued my letterbox shut Cause every day when the postman comes She says he barks like roaring guns He doesn't sound a bit like that No, he's lovely Her tendrils suffocate our lands The world we walk is in her hands Our 
children's minds cannot expand as the scheming saboteurs all stand. Come forth and tell us all, answer the curtain call, our words as the cannonball, finally Karen will fall. Hey, I have a bone to pick too. So do I. Don't worry, you'll all get your turn. She said my party ran too late. She called the cops at five past eight. She said the noise made her teeth grate. It was the cries from my grandpa's wake. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Stem tulips made her sneeze. Hung a bra on my evergreens. Took a chainsaw to its leaves. Choked my lawn with sage for Come from Tavisol. Perfect, Demelza. We've got so much irrefutable evidence. Indeed. These testimonies are drenched with the heartache and suffering of the neighbourhood. Prinklewacker's days are numbered. It won't be long until her delinquency is exposed and justice is served. Wow, I can really tell you do theatre. <laughs> oh my, am I so obvious? Well, most people don't usually talk with such passion and flair. And besides, I know a bit about theatre. Ah. A fellow thespian, I see. I'm not worthy of being called a thespian. Perhaps an amateur dramatics reject? A nobody would be more accurate. And what makes you say that? You have the most captivating way of expressing yourself. That's what everyone says, but it's not enough, is it? It's such a cutthroat field. I could spend the next month auditioning for every opportunity under the sun, but I'm not attractive enough, or experienced enough, or just good enough! In the depths of your pain, Avery, I feel something very familiar. Since a lot of my younger self in you. You... you do? Of course. Theatre isn't easy, and my journey was no exception. Picture me, 22 and fresh out of acting school, filled with fear and apprehension. It took me nearly a year to work up the courage to sign up for my first proper audition. When that fated rejection letter came in, I was devastated. In hindsight, I should have seen it coming, But in that moment, it felt like all those years of acting lessons and writing classes were all for nothing. But how? You're so successful. You've even written a three-act musical extravaganza about a vampire. Or was it a ghoul? (laughs) Oh, sweet Avery. My success is in the here and now. 
Only off the back of my many, many failures have I come to find success in my work. You must search for that inspiration within yourself to keep going, Avery. That little glowing light inside of you holds steadfastly onto that glimmer of hope. And you will find your way out of the darkness someday. And it may be sooner than you think. As poetic as that metaphor was, how much further can I keep going? I think my light has gone out and I've tripped over a rock and fallen on my arse. I dropped out of university for this, for God's sake. The only thing I have to show for it is playing Tree One in Willy's Woodland Adventures, and that's with primary school kids. <laughs> Your outlook on life is uh, stupendously bleak. Think of it this way. You're the number one tree, the best of them all. The forest shall bow in reverence. <laughs> I, I guess so. What do I do, Demelza? Well, let's begin with this proposition. Does going back to university still appeal to you? Oh, definitely not. Why would I spend three years of my life doing something I have no desire or drive for? Besides, I couldn't bear the existential crisis being called a mature student would give me. Well, there you have it. That is not where your passion lies. It is blindingly obvious. Your heart belongs in the theatre. So fight for it. I... I don't know. <laughs> but not knowing is half the fun of it, dear Avery. Who knows where life will take us next? What adventures we will embark upon? Heavens above, how long has the sun left us in darkness? We should get back. Ollie and Robin will be waiting for us. Yeah, we should. Oh, and Demelza. Yes? Thanks. You are more than welcome. Thank you so much again for offering to help me, Hazel. You're more than welcome. So nice of the school to let us use their kitchen. I know! Having multiple ovens will half the time I usually spend waiting for batches to be done. So, what first? Well, the pastries take the longest, so let's start with those. I really enjoy baking myself, but uh, I've never attempted pastries before. They just seem too complex for me. Is that so? Why have you never given it a try? Experimenting is half the fun of baking. I would like to. It's just I don't really have the time these days. Baking is like a mistress I see on the side occasionally, but just can't commit to. <laughs> fun fact about me, I actually wanted to have my own cafe when I was younger. Really? That's an amazing dream to have. What changed? Well... My parents always told me it was unrealistic, that it would mean an unstable future for me, so I never went through with it. I say it's high time to start doing things for you, Hazel. You can't give up that easily. Come on, why don't you show me what you've got, and then we'll see if opening a cafe is unrealistic. 
see those eager hands on your face You want to cut right to the chase You want to notice how it tastes The perfect pie base Tell me what can be more real Than that breadcrumb butter feel Slow down, Hazel This won't be your final meal They say it's time But I say needing cues I see a fire and you approve it to me And if you bake it well, we'll see Maybe you can glaze the cherry no, I'll never get my fill up that hard and floating thrill. Two ovens burning hotter still. You need to chill. Um, I have to. Not you. <laughs> the pastry. I can see you're holding back. You're not sure just how the trays might stack. Girl, there's nothing that you lack. Let me show you and we'll soon get the Stirring hand in hand Not quite the way I planned At the oven I discovered who I am And I like me better by the plants By the honeybees, the homemade jam and runner bees The little girl extraordinary slice of life I found in me You discovered who you were? What do you mean by that? I'd only known one love and nothing more Why was I swiping for The girl at the rival bakery next door Taught me how to make croissants And smiled at me so nonchalant Maybe I can rot for petty one vulnerable Mmm, She knew her own worth, she was bright Maybe she'd stay in another life Just had her fingers in too many pies The time wasn't right She took off for something grand A one-way flight, no map in hand who needs a plan? She's now in France and baking pan. But she taught me to be free. Setting it simple is the best way to believe. First person who saw me for who I was underneath the pastry. Sifting, stirring, hand in hand. Sifting, stirring, hand in hand. That's quite the way that I planned. That tastes good. That's the message I want to pass on to Darcy to be true to who you are and live your life authentically without any internalized shame. I wasted so many years pretending to be someone else. I wouldn't wish that trapped feeling on my worst enemy. No one deserves to go through that. Oh no, I get that. I know mothers- Karen and her crew. Yes, look at Darcy and think she's this untamed thing, too boisterous and wild, but I'd never quash those qualities. It's who she is, and I hope she's proud of them. I know I am. I'd do anything for her. So this is why you want to win the fundraising competition so much, huh? Yep. As much as I want you to win and wipe that smile off Karen's face, you're a wonderful mother, Bri. You're kind, compassionate, and hardworking. 
I'm sure Darcy is already proud of you. Trophy or not? Thank you, Hazel. Oh, wow, you got these baked in record time! <laughs> I think someone was lying when she said she hadn't made pastries before. You'd be an excellent cafe owner, in my humble opinion. Uh, you're too kind. <laughs> hmm. Well, I think the citizens of Pilflandy will back up my claim when they try these baked delights. Right. What are we doing just sitting around? Let's package them up! Seriously, Adri, why are we participating in this? We should be out gathering more evidence and testimonials, not going to a community yoga evening. Come on, Ollie, get with the community spirit. Everyone is going, even Karen. So, how could we catch her partaking in any sabotage when we're all in the same place together? Think about it. We've had a very stressful time recently, and we all need to relax and be zen. You've had a stressful time. As much as I appreciate your efforts to expose Karen, the weight of responsibility is all on me, and you haven't once asked how I am. Every time I'm around Bri, I get all hot and sweaty, and I feel like I'm dying. Well... Remind me again why you're bringing the cat to yoga? Muesli is my baby, and I didn't want to leave him at home alone for another night. Besides, he doesn't get along with the neighbor's cat, and what kind of parent would I be if I didn't protect him? Hazel! You made it! Oh, and Muesli too! Muesli! Hiya, Darcy! Are you going to try out the yoga too? Yep. Mum says she thinks I'll be good at it because I can squish myself behind our couch at home. Really? That is quite the skill. Mm, you can say that again. I'm starting to worry she hasn't got any bones. Can Muesli be on the mat next to me? Sure. You can help him with the poses. Mm, although, I think he's got the cat cow down to a fine art. Come on, Muesli. We're over here. Thank you. You're so sweet with her, Hazel. Bloody hell, Hazel. You must be better at acting than I had given you credit for. Her heart meter must be about 75% full. Wait, what? I never knew you could be so smooth. Are you sure there's nothing you want to tell us? Hmm? Shut it, you two. I'm only doing it so we can get home. Remember? Can everyone take their places on their mats, please? The class is about to commence. Welcome all. First, we are going to begin by focusing on our breathing to ground and centre ourselves. Breathe with me. In. And out. Lord on high, who let that mangy flea bag in? <laughs> now, follow my lead as we work on this pose together. Into the downward dog. And stretch. Careful saying the D.O.G. word, there is a cat present. Don't want to risk it clawing any one of us to pieces. <laughs> Ignore them, Muesli. They're just jealous they can't do as well as you. Breathe. Lower yourself slowly down onto the mat. Push up on those elbows and into the cobra position. Open your chest out to the sky. Muesli, where are you going? Try to unbend your elbows, Karen. That way you'll get the most benefit out of this pose. 
What does it look like I'm doing, you... Ah! Oh, that mangy cretin just licked my face! Get away from me, you <laughs> sack of lint! Hey, don't you treat my child like that. I can do what I like. That thing has probably given me rabies. Mm, I hope so. I'm sure he didn't mean any harm by it, Mrs. Quinkawacker. He was probably just giving you kisses. Mm. Oh, but I'm afraid she won't turn into a princess. Oh, well, Muesli, as they say, you've got to kiss a lot of frogs. <laughs> How dare you disrespect me like this? You think you're such a comedian, but you are nothing but a worthless librarian. I take a glance in the mirror before judging others. Look at yourself. A poor excuse for a young lady, second-hand clothes, worn-out shoes, eye bags, and messy hair. I'd be ashamed if you were my daughter. <gasps> well, thankfully, I'm not. And I'm just planet-conscious, Karen. These eye bags are bags for life. There's enough plastic in your face to create a whole island. Oh. <laughs> oh, can we please get back to come? <clears throat> May we please leave conflict at the door and resume our relaxation. Now, into the lotus position. I'm absolutely fuming, Hazel. I can't believe she said that to you. You should have thrown hands right there and then. I would have supported you. So much for Zen. It's fine, guys. I'm a big girl. I can take it. That's what she said. Please, Oliver, not now. I'm sorry. This is the last straw. First, she treats Luca and Demelza like dirt, sabotages everyone's chances at winning the fundraiser, now this! We need to up our investigation game. Uh, how exactly? We go all Mission Impossible on her ass, break into her house and steal her secrets. I bet she's hiding something in there. Ooh, I like your thinking. What? No! We don't even know she's actually hiding anything. But we won't find out until we break in. Precisely. It's like Schrodinger's Karen. Not to mention it's highly illegal. In our world, yes. But I think the rules are a tad more slack when you're stuck in a video game. Exactly. This is all going to end. All these people don't really exist. So what's the point? Let it slide. Excuse me, I'm not passing up the opportunity to cause havoc and seek sweet revenge in the most chaotic way possible, and there be absolutely no consequences. Don't crush my dreams, Hazel. Fine, fine. <sighs> Just be careful, all right? I don't want you coming crying to me with a fractured elbow because you tried to parkour your way in. Aw, well where's the fun if there's no parkour? <laughs> Hazel, are you alright? That's my cue. See you at the carnival tomorrow. Thanks for agreeing to help out with getting the video evidence savory. Hey, don't sweat it. I can't leave you to do this on your own, unlike your dad. Really? <laughs> I'm kidding. So, what's the plan? Robin and I cased the joint earlier today. Karen's patio is surprisingly well guarded, but there's a convenient gap in the bushes surrounding the property. If we stick to the cover of nature and the night, we should be fine. Next, 
will sneak in through the window. Robin says those snotty-nosed twins always leave the one in their playroom wide open. And then we simply search for the evidence of Karen meddling with everyone's business. It'll be like taking candy from a baby. Shh! But that's actually an uncharacteristically good plan. Um, thanks? All right. We only have one shot at this. The carnival is tomorrow, so if you mess this up, our entire plan is screwed. Let us commence! Oh, Keith, you look ravishing tonight. Well, Frank, take a good look while you can, baby, before I blindfold you and... I should have known Karen would be extra enough to employ bloody guards. (laughs) Shit! Who's there? Ugh, just another of those stupid birds getting stuck in one of those traps. You know Mrs. Crinklewacker likes the garden to be free of all animals. Do, Do they ever shut up? No, but I'll be shutting you up in a second. Make me. Are you all right? Yeah, just a few grazes. I'll have to ask Bri for one of those woodland animal plasters. Nice save with the bird call. I didn't know you could do that. Oh, yeah, it's just just a little side hobby of mine. That's so cool, Ollie. You should tell me these things more often. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's let's keep let's keep going. <laughs> yes, they left the window open. That is surprisingly convenient. Phase one, check. Can you smell it? <coughs> yes, I can smell the essential oils. No, I meant the smell of justice. Oh, right, yes. Justice. She started it! <laughs> Dead too! That is it, you two! I am sick of your appalling behaviour! I will be confiscating all of your toys effective immediately! No! Let's sneak into the study. They won't hear a thing with all that wailing. Stop your wailing, you belligerent banshee! Oh, for heaven's sake! What on earth is that thing? Um, a kitty zoom? <laughs> Yes, yes, it's the only camera they have. Oh, I never thought I'd see the day when you, of all people, would be out and about with such a cutesy toy. Well, what does it matter? It gets the job done, so let's just focus on the mission, okay? No, it's nice. I like this side of you. What's that? Quick, behind the sofa. Damn it. (gasps) Is that Bri? Surely not. What would she even be doing here? No way. She's got a tool belt with pesticide on it, and it's extra strength. Ollie, are you recording this? Oops. Weird. I didn't know Karen had a frog. If killing off those cucumbers or smashing those antique pots doesn't ruin everyone else's chances, at least this'll take Karen out of the game. Good luck peddling these oils when they smell like cheese. <laughs> now... Where are those drink recipes? Aha! 
I can't believe the head of the PTA can't even memorize her own recipes. Hmm. Two cups of sugar per batch? Make that twelve. I'm sure the kids will love that. This better work or I swear to God. <laughs> Crap! We need to get out of here! So it was Bry all along. Oh, no, the camera doesn't lie. But why? Maybe she's jealous of Karen? Never mind. Who would be jealous of Karen? Can I see the manager, Crinkle Whacker? It doesn't matter. We have to get the truth out there, Ollie. If Bry's behind all the suffering in this town, we can't just keep quiet about it. But what about getting home? Hazel's such a goody two-shoes. If she finds out the woman she's been romancing is a criminal. She'll never go through with it. This is how we get home. Think about it, Ollie. Why would the universe or the powers that be get us all sucked into her joke save file and make her romance her way out? What lesson is to be learned there? I mean, the only person who has been interested in her is Bry, and Hazel is as straight as a beanpole. It doesn't make any sense. This was never about love. It was about friendship and teamwork. Uh, is this because we've been struggling to work as a team for the tournament? Yes, that's the spirit. Community spirit. Team spirit. That's awfully corny. This is exactly how it was meant to go. In just a few more hours, we'll expose Bry on the big screen, and we'll be home in no time. Oh, think how relieved Hazel will be. She's not going to have to pretend to be someone she's not anymore. Yeah, after all, we are the ones who pushed her to the brink and got us transported here. Now we can make it up to her and prove what great friends we can be. Let's get this footage edited and get our asses home. Let it perish, so good fun. Always make a man. 
of pastries, cakes, and cookies. Oh, I'm so nervous. Uh, uh, do you think having the carrot cakes displayed here is a good idea? Uh, what if the sun melts the icing? Uh, do, do we have all the cloches to cover the food? We, we, we don't want any flies. That would be that would be awful. Uh, oh, oh, where, where are the paper bags? Oh, oh, oh here, here they are. What if we haven't made enough? What will we do then? What if what if everyone hates the cakes and we have lots left over? That would be a terrible waste, and I don't, I don't know what I'd do if, if nobody wanted to- Don't worry, Mama. You're the best baker in town. And if worse comes to worse, I can always eat the leftovers. <laughs> Thanks, stars. Oh, can I go and play with Carmen now? Uh, he said he wanted to see Marie when I told him about it at Scouts. As long as you stay within sight and buy his mom's stall where I can see you, Dars. Okay? Okay! She's right, you know. You've got nothing to worry about. Everyone is going to love it. Thanks. You don't have to stay here at the stall all day with me and Cheddar, you know. Feel free to, to go and enjoy what the carnival has to offer. It's your first time, after all. No. I said I would help you. And we need to win you that trophy. We can do this. You and me. Together as a team. Okay, partner? <laughs> okay. And besides, it's not really about the promise I made. Oh? Honestly, there's nowhere else I'd rather be in this moment than with you. Oh, Hazel. <laughs> you always know what to say. Hazel! <laughs> <coughs> um, uh, hiya, guys. Uh, what's up? Have you seen Robin or Demelza anywhere? We've got some important updates on our expose mission. No, I haven't. Sorry. <gasps> what have you found out? All in good time, my little hazelnut. All in good time. Fine. Keep your secrets. Uh, uh, while you're here, can I interest you in some baked goods? All the proceeds go to funding the new school gym. No, thank you. Our bodies are temples, and we do not wish to sully them with your food. Jeez, guys. Since when were you two both so health-conscious? Well, we should be off. Justice calls. Well, that wasn't weird at all. Are you alright, Bri? Don't listen to them. They can be a right couple of numpties at times. <laughs> right. It's all going to be fine. Come on, 
breathe with me. One pheasant, two pheasants, three pheasants. I will wear the blood of my enemy. Timmy, what's gotten into you? Please, storm the carnival! It can't stop us all! Heavens above! Caden! Christy! Get back right here this second! What on earth is in that fruit juice? They're bouncing off the walls! Uh -huh. Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Alright, you're freaking out, aren't you? Go on, take a quick breather. I'll look after the stalls. You're so sweet, Hazel. I, I won't be long. Come on, Shudder! Sausage, you overgrown carpet! Daddy! Daddy! Doggy! Wait! Daddy. Come back, Doggy! Hey, kids! You want a balloon? No! Hey, w what are you doing? Free balloon! Free! <laughs> Doggy, Daddy, come back! Chestnuts! Get your seasonally inappropriate hot roast chestnuts here! Best nut of the year since 1651. My mummy says nuts are the work of the devil. Death to the devil. Oh, the nuts. My cabbages. Get your nuts off my crop. Get your crop off my nuts. I'm sorry it had to come to this. I better check back in with Hazel. Bry, there you are. I thought you got caught up in all the chaos. I, I'm sorry, Hazel. I, I was breathing. I'm trying to calm down and... And Shadow just bolted. I, I tried to stop him, but, but he was too fast. Please, everybody, just try my essential oils. They'll calm you right down. Ah! Oh, what is that smell? It smells like moldy camembert and Stilton have a horrific love charm. Anything but Stilton, I don't believe really it. This is all your fault, Crinklewacker. We should never have trusted you with the refreshments. You know my Timmy is a nightmare to deal with after a sugar high. How very dare you! A crinkle whacker never makes mistakes! I followed the recipe perfectly! So this was intentional? You foul creature! You disgraceful dingleberry! How dare you blame your Cheddar, Get back here, bad dog! This is all my fault. Look at everyone stall! Hey now, it's not your fault those kids went on a Lord of the Flies rampage because they were high on sugar. Uh, but they were chasing after Cheddar, Hazel. If I had just paid more attention, none of this would have ever happened. Mama! Oh, Darcy, are you alright? You didn't help with all this chaos, did you? Oh, no, Mama. I, I was with Carmen the whole time. Anyway, you told me not to drink Karen's icky fruit juice. <laughs> uh, okay, that that's good. I'm glad you're alright. Let let's go and... Help everyone clear up. I am sure we can get the stalls up and running again. Um, somewhat. Hey, Bri. Stay with your stall. I'll help clear up. You've got quite the queue forming. But, but I... No, I, I won't it... hear a word of it. This wasn't your fault. Now hurry up and sell these people your baked delights. Thank you, Hazel. Come on, Darcy. Don't forget Marie.
Come on, Mel's. Can't we just sneak away for a bit? Managing this drive-in cinema is such a bore. Absolutely not, Robin. We have an expose to complete. But that's hours away. We've got plenty of time. Come on, don't you want to clown around in the circus tent with me? Well, of course I want to, but we can't. I could hardly believe my ears when Ollie and Avery told us it was Brile this time. What would push her to commit such heinous acts? Yeah, yeah, whatever. People suck. But I want to suck on something else. Robin, behave yourself. Oh, fine. I'm just as shocked as you are, honestly. Rye was so lovely, always complimenting my funky hair colours and crazy jackets, when no one else did. I guess snakes can hide their true colours after all. Don't you mean hide in the grass? She's not a chameleon. Whatever, you know what I mean. She'd be the last person I'd suspect. Indeed. She was wonderful with Luca, too. She even taught him how to play a couple of old songs on guitar when he was younger. Perhaps Karen's increased power in this town has sullied her mind and corrupted her soul. Or she's just a truly awful excuse for a human? I don't believe that for a second. There is always light in one's heart. Nobody is truly awful. You must learn to think beyond good and Bad, Robin. Oh yeah? What about Crinkle Crapper, Little Mix? I see the good in everyone. I can make exceptions. She can rot in the fiery depths of hell for all the things she said about Luca. Satan himself would look down on her in pure disgust. Let the flames consume her darkened soul, I see. There is nothing that wretched woman can do to redeem herself. Love it when you get all poetic. But seriously, Demelza, Fry has done so much damage to this town. How can you excuse that? There is no denying that what she has done is shameful and abhorrent. Perhaps displaying her crimes for all to see will be enough for her to see reason and reignite the light in her heart. Keep going. Once she sees the true impact of her actions, only then can she begin to realise the error of her ways. Guilt, sorrow, anger. It will all guide her to salvation. Her mistakes will become the soil in which a new enlightened soul will blossom from and... Robin, dear, are you even listening to a word I'm saying? Absolutely not. Oh, for goodness sake. Do you think that storage cupboard has a lock? Probably. Fine. Let's go. You must keep quiet, though. Or else. No promises, darling. Mama! Hazel's back! Hi, Darcy! How's the stall been? So good! We're all sold out of left shoe! I'm not surprised. Everybody must be starving after that chaos. What a disaster. I really hope Chatter's outburst didn't mess with everyone else's chances. Don't worry, Bri. I'm sure it didn't. We got them all set back up again. Eventually. I hope you're right. I didn't mean for any of that to happen. I, I swear... I-, I know. You'd never stoop that low. Unlike that Karen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't worry, Mama. Your cakes are so 
good. There's no way you'll lose. She's right. They've been a hit with all the neighbours. You might just have pipped Karen to the post. Aw, you too. You're so sweet, Hazel. Thank you so much for all of your help. I know selling pastries and cakes isn't the most elegant of roles. Well, duh. Of course they aren't rolls, Bri. <laughs> you know what I mean. But, but you've done an excellent job this evening. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, Bri. In fact, this is all I've ever wanted. What? I finally realized why I'm not happy with my life. This whole time, I've only ever done what others wanted from me. My parents wanted me to go to university, and so I did, even though I never wanted to. But then, I never really knew what I wanted, did I? I filled my lack of ambition with the expectations of others, thinking that was the way to succeed. But I can't do that anymore. Living a life going nowhere fast. Doing this carnival store with you, this whole thing, has inspired me, Bri. Oh, that's amazing, Hazel! <laughs> but uh, how has it inspired you exactly? You were right, Bri. Time to start doing things for me. It's decided. I'm going to start my own cafe. Oh, congratulations! I, I am so proud of you for finally pursuing your goals for once. No matter how tough it gets, Darcy and I will be here by your side the whole time. Yeah, what Mama says. Team Hazel forever! Yeah. Yeah, forever. That's so kind, you guys. Thank you. Parents, may I have your attention? What a night this has been. The numbers have been crunched. The scores settled. And I can reveal that the winner of the best fundraiser in the year of our Lord 2021 is... Bryony Flurity! Uh, wait, Bry? What? How is this possible? My essential oil stand has won for the past decade! How can I possibly miss this year? It's all the youth's fault! These snowflakes don't appreciate the efficacy of my oils! Oh, put a sock in it! Bry! Congratulations! I told you we could do it! I can't believe it. Oh, I'm over the moon right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hazel, Hazel, I, I want you to accept this trophy with me. I, I couldn't have done this without you. I want the whole world to see how incredible you are. Just like I do. Well, in that case... What are we waiting for? Uh, don't forget me and Marie. We still want our tips. (laughs) Of course, Dars. Let's go. Congratulations, you pathetic pastry peddler. Um, hi everyone. Uh, First of all, I am so honored to accept this trophy. I know the carnival kind of turned into a disaster. Take a ride. That's the last time we let Karen provide the refreshments. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad we could raise money for the children's new gym in spite of the chaos. As happy as I am, this is not about the trophy. This is about a wonderful community coming together to achieve something incredible. Tonight, we are all winners, for we have all contributed to a brighter future for our children. Stop right there! 
You've got a lot of nerve acting like you're all innocent. What, what do you mean? <laughs> we see right through your facade, Bry. You can try and fool the rest of this town with your baking and your really cute dog, but not us. We know exactly what you've been doing, you... You criminal! <gasps> what are they talking about? Bri would never! Avery, what the hell are you doing? You'll see, Hazel. You'll all see! Robin, roll the tape. Affirmative. If killing off those cucumbers or smashing those antique pots doesn't ruin everyone else's chances, at least this'll take care and out of the game. Good luck peddling these oils when they smell like cheese. <laughs> now, no. where are those drink recipes? Aha! I can't believe the head of the PGA can't even memorize her own recipes. Hmm. Two cups of sugar per batch? Make that twelve. I'm sure the kids will love that. This better work or I swear to God. Bri? Hazel, it, it's not what it looks like. Oh, really now? Because it looks like you've been meddling with this entire town all for some dumb trophy. You all thought it was Karen behind your wilting drops <gasps> and broken pottery and missing jewellery, just like we did. Uh, why me? I'm an utter delight. But alas, it was none other than Bri. Look at her. She's like a head caught in the deer lights. A deer caught in the headlights. Avery, you're really cramping my style here. I still blame Karen. I'm sure this is just one huge misunderstanding. Right, Bri? Bri? I'm so sorry. Come on, Darcy. We did it, Hazel. I think I see the storm forming just like before. Home is on the horizon. Woo! Give me five, Ollie. Hell yeah! We did it! What are you talking about? Ollie and I figured it out. This was never about romancing and dating. Duh. We had to work together to get out of here, not just as teammates, but as friends. And that's exactly what we've done. That's the spirit. Hey. Why? Why would it be that? This is a dating sim. What's your deal, Hazel? You should be thanking us for working it all out. Think about it. Why would the powers that be need you to complete a dating sim that you didn't even like in the first place? We've rescued you from having to romance Bri when you made it abundantly clear that you're straight. I'm gay, Avery. And I'm sick of hiding it. What? I've wasted so many years pretending to be someone I'm not, feeling trapped and ashamed of who I truly am. When we got sucked into this game, the idea of having to woo a guy felt so disingenuous, even though that's what everybody expected from me. But... Everything I felt with Bri. It's all been so very real. Hazel, wait! No, Avery. Bri doesn't deserve this. I know she's not a bad person, and I have to fix this mess. What have we done? Oh, Hazel, wait up! Did you really do all those things? I, I did. 
They, they were horrible things, and I'm so sorry. I, I made a mistake, Darcy. Mama thought she could fix things. But I, I should have stuck to what I told you. That good things never arise from bad actions. They only make things worse. I can only hope that you'll forgive me, Darcy. I just, I just wanted you to be proud of your mama. But I am proud of you, mama. Every day. Like, um, remember when that huge moth flew in during scouts? And everyone was really scared of it, but you caught it in your hands and set it outside. I thought that was really brave, mama. Thank you, Darcy. You always say that Admitting when we're wrong is sometimes the hardest thing. And I'm proud of you for doing that, Mama. I forgive you. Come here, Darcy. You are the kindest little soul I've ever met. Thank you. (laughs) And the most tired soul, too. A lot has happened today. You should get to sleep now. It's very late. I'll come and say goodnight in a minute, okay? Okay, Mama. Oh, here. Take Marie. She'll make you feel better. (laughs) Thanks, Darcy. (laughs) I was so close. And I failed. Again. Marie, there you are. Hazel, what are you doing? We need to get back home. We don't have much time left. You go back if you're so desperate. But I'm not leaving Bri like this. Hazel, please, no. You you shouldn't be here. I'm a terrible person. You you saw the tape? Yeah, I saw it. But I know that's not who you are, Bri. There must be an explanation, and I'm not leaving until I hear it. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. It sounds crazy. Bri, my child is a cat. And my friends have suddenly decided to become private investigators. I think I can handle crazy. If you insist. God, this is ridiculous, but... I I swear, I've lived through this exact same summer at least ten times now. Nobody else seems to feel the same, but but every time on the night of the carnival, the storm rolls in and, and it all starts over again. I feel like I'm going insane. I, I've been living the same few weeks out on repeat, and, and every time I meet the most wonderful girl before having her torn away from me in a split second. I've fallen in love with this girl in so many ways, and every time I start to slowly but surely remember her, she's gone. Who is this girl? It's you, Hazel. Oh. I've tried so many things for it to stop. And this time I thought that maybe if I could just win the trophy, this whole nightmare would be over and I could spend the rest of my days with you. But, but I got it all wrong. It wasn't the trophy after all, was it? I, I, I touched it, I, I, I had won it, if, even if only for a moment, but, but look, the storm's starting just like it always does before it restarts. Even the clocks are starting to slow. Why? Why wasn't it the trophy? <laughs> oh, God. This... This is all my fault. I, I kept resetting the game. What, what do you mean? What, what game? How can any of this be your fault? How can I say this? 
The summer has been repeating for me too, in a way. It has. But when the storm rolled in, I accepted it. I was scared to move on, too scared to accept who I truly was. I wanted to relive the thrill of falling for you over and over again, without committing to the thought that it was real. I... I I don't understand. We're both stuck, and it's time to break free. I think admitting that I love you will finally do that. What? You love me? Even after all I've done? Bri, spending this summer with you and Darcy has been the most alive I've felt for years. I know what it's like being a twenty-something and feeling like you're going nowhere. You were doing what you thought was right, and nobody can fault you for that. Really? Yes. Really. I can show you, and it'll all be over. If that's what you would like, too. Yes, yes, more more than anything. Hazel? Yes, Bri? Just in case this doesn't work and the world restarts all over again, can, can you at least hold me one last time? Of course. I tried to be just who I thought I should. To work hard at my degree and find a good job. I lied to myself and to my friends each day. Thought I didn't want to feel this way, but I do. Why I'm gay Now I see You're more to me Than my guilty pleasure Guilty pleasures Guilty pleasures Dating sims and baking teams Were my guilty Guilty pleasures I tried in vain to escape my own shame But I found you Listen to me, Hazel Cause you're the only one I can talk to For though I love my daughter dearly Well, I'm not sure that she'd understand just how I feel Am I going crazy? Because I've lived these weeks ten times or more And I've fallen in love each time before With your kindness and your humor and the way you smile And I hope that I won't cause you pain If I say that I'm not sure if I can lose you again It's too hard Now I know in a loop that I'm going in circles Please tell me with your help, Hazel It won't start again Maybe we'll break Fully up this loop Because I need to move forward It's what I want more than anything in life Since I found it Hazel 
Please don't leave me Because I love having you here to talk to And I desperately want you to be the one I escape this humdrum life with to pursue my dreams Hazel, we can do this We can set up our own small cafe Because you better believe me when I say There's nothing I should you. Though these feelings I will not ignore Cause knowing you is something that's worth fighting for Please tell Hating me with your help, Start again, maybe we'll break up this loop because I need to move forward. It's what I want I more than anything in life. Since I found you, won't you help me? Out of this loop, let's break free of these circles. I'm sure with your help, to new beginnings, whatever they may be. I actually wanted to have my own When are we going to meet your child? It's my child. I thought that the spirit was Yes, Mama! 
as it breaks my heart to never see them again. I'm so glad Bri's free. Mama, where's Hazel? Before I heard her voice. You were just dreaming, little one. <gasps> can we visit her again tomorrow? I don't think we can, Dars. I don't think we can, Dars. No. No, 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 no. Out of all the times to crash, do they have to be now? Come on, open. <gasps> what? We're sorry, but that's the spirit has been discontinued. The franchise will return in the near future. We thank you for your support. What? Huh? Avery, Ollie, are you alright? Yeah, why wouldn't we be? I'm still buzzing from last night. I can't believe we won the tournament! Who knew we could work so well as a team, eh? What are you both talking about? Uh, the big tournament that we absolutely smashed last night! Smashed being the operative word, I've got a right hangover from all that celebratory drinking. But, uh, I thought we missed the tournament. What about the storm? Everything? Hmm, still no clue what you're going on about, Hazel. I don't know. Getting sucked into That's the Spirit? I didn't know you played, Hazel. It is super addictive. Shame they discontinued it, did you hear? I actually had the weirdest dream about that game last night. Really? Me too. Hang on, I thought you hated it. Sure, it's not my cup of tea, but I don't know. I just realised that I shouldn't hate on you for liking it. It's just innocent fun. Sorry, Avery. I mean... <laughs> I'm one to talk. I study birth calls for a hobby. Really? That's cool, Ollie. Does my name inspire you that much? Shut up. You mean to tell me that you both remember nothing? Well, does anyone really remember their dreams in detail once they've woken up? Don't know why you need all the deets, Hazel. <laughs> so there's something you're not telling us? There is, actually. Oh? I'm gay. I've known for a while now, but I was too scared to even admit it to myself. But someone... someone really special showed me that I shouldn't be afraid to be my authentic self. Wasting time being unhappy, pretending to be someone I'm not, and well... there it is. Thanks for telling us, Hazel. That was really brave. Yeah. You know we love you, Hazel, and we'll always be here for you. <laughs> Even if I did something really stupid, like, I don't know, dropping out of my master's degree and opening a cafe? Finally! Hazel! We both could see you hated university! That's the most cottagecore lesbian thing you could do, Hazel, so of course I support it. Oh, does that mean I can get free iced teas? <laughs> Sorry, no can do. Think about how bad that would be for business. Fine. And, while we're sharing news, 
I signed up for Interview with the Vampire, the musical auditions, literally half an hour ago. I'm done with feeling like I'm not enough for these big productions. I'm finally going to go for it. Avery, that's so exciting. You know we've always believed in you. I'm so glad you're not giving up. I don't know what happened. I woke up this morning and was suddenly filled with immense drive and inspiration. I really think I can do it. Definitely because we won the tournament. I think I could take on the world with how I'm feeling right now. Say, are you guys free next weekend? Yep, should be. Same here. Why do you ask? I just think I should finally meet you both in person. It seems such a shame that I've only experienced your company through video calls and games. I'm not fully sure either of you have legs. That sounds like a great idea. I don't know why we haven't done it before. Why next weekend in particular? Well, it's the Pride Parade here in Exeter. It's time to embrace my true self. And what better way to celebrate than with my best friends and copious amounts of rainbow glitter? Yes! This is so exciting, Hazel. Baby's first Pride! I'd better start packing. Now? Yes, now. There's so much to bring. Pride flags, badges, several rainbow outfit changes that I know uh, Hazel will look just divine in, right. rainbow backpacks, water bottles, the whole shebang! Right, um, classic Avery. What can I say? I'm organised, hun. Well, <laughs> I should get going. I'm glad we won the tournament. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> exactly. See you both. Thanks for being such great friends. Bye. Bye. I'll miss you, Bray. I'll never forget you and Darcy. I promise. All my life I've lived in deep suspicion. Each chance felt more like a premonition. Screw that indecision. Now I'm on a mission. Gonna take my chance at every damn audition. Wanna be original. Somewhere. Yeah. 
out on your first ever pride parade <laughs> it's fine it was sunny most of the day and to be honest my feet hurt let's take a breather in here until the rain stops avery so uh not to alarm you but your non-binary themed makeup is now non-existent what yeah it sort of melted off your face with the rainwater. <gasps> this is unacceptable ollie come with me to the bathroom and help me fix it why me? Because Hazel is going to get us a table and order us drinks. I don't trust your taste in beverages. Rude. Come on, then. Actually, why am I rude? You've never even done makeup in your life, have you? Hmm, <laughs> menu, menu. Oh, I could smash some chips right now. I'm sorry, but we don't allow dogs in here. Sorry, it's just, I I need some help and was wondering if you could assist me. I know that voice. (sighs) What do you need? It it can't be. This is going to sound a tad silly, but I'm not quite sure I know where I am. Bri? Hazel? Hazel! Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store.
Hey there, you're about to listen to a new episode of the Revival Club podcast, a community-centric show where contributors from the 4playernetwork.com community nominate, vote, play, and discuss video games of old. If you're interested in participating, playing, or even joining me as a guest on a future episode, please consider supporting us on Patreon at the $3 tier or higher. For that, you can find us at patreon.com slash 4player. Of course, everyone else is also welcome to join us in our Discord at discord.gg slash 4player. Anyways, enough about that, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone, welcome to the 4Player Revival Club podcast. Uh, My name is Nick Henderson, I am your host this evening, and I am joined by two uh, recurring guests on this show uh, first of all, we have Steve, who joined us for the Sleeping Dogs and Bully episode. Say hello, Steve. Hello, hello, hello. I hear you're a fan of Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just recently got into it. Wonderful. That's that's all that's necessary. Uh, also joining us is uh, Green, or Green Goddamn in, in the community, but Green, uh, who joined us for the Dragon's Dogma podcast way back. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. And I hear you are also a fan of Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, or is this a new experience for you as well? No, I'm more of a longtime fan. I've I've been playing it a while. I, I do re- I do seem to recall over the course of time while we were playing this for the Revival Club, you were pretty pretty consistent in Discord answering questions and and talking about the game. Sound like you had more experience. For me, this was like a super fresh experience. Um, and yeah, me something too. yeah, it's it's. It's something that I know Brad has been poking and prodding at at me to put on the podcast for some time because he says I should have played it a long time ago. Um, yeah, he I, always just wants to have you, you know, play it for a very long time, despite you know a whole bunch of polls saying otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, the, the funny thing, I put it up on the poll uh, a couple times, and it came real, real close. Uh, and then this last one that we did, it just it just eked over the. Uh, the line and and won the poll. So here we are, finally played Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Um, there was a lot about this game that uh, I didn't really know anything about going into it. In fact, it it wasn't even until it won the like we put it on the poll this most recent time that I realized this was an arcane game. And I I think honestly that's why it won the poll because we have Death Loop coming out or at this mm-hmm. at the time of this recording it is out in the wild now. Uh, which I think we'll talk about a, a little bit later, um, but I think that's kind of what pushed it over the edge uh, because people wanted to go back and revisit some arcane games. I, everybody thinks of arcane as like Dishonored and Prey, I think predominantly. But yeah, nowadays, yeah. But before that, and this is not this is again something I really wasn't even familiar with. They were with Ubisoft for a while. I don't know if they were owned by Ubisoft or if they just had some kind of partnership with them, kind of like Blue Point and Sony. But they worked hand-in-hand with Ubisoft for a very long time, Um, which is why I was kind of shocked when I first booted this game up and I saw the Ubisoft logo. I was like, what? Um, Because it doesn't really strike me as the kind of game that you would normally see under the Ubisoft umbrella, but but here we are. I think it was just yep. published by them. I don't think they like developed it. Or anything yeah, like yeah. That. I mean, it's, it was it was developed entirely in house by Arcane, but I think Arcane was de- like at some point they just had a working relationship with Ubisoft. So I think a lot of their earlier projects were just under the Ubisoft umbrella. Like they were publishing and providing the fund, the funding, and everything for it. Um, but this game originally released back in October of two thousand and six. 
uh, on PC. It, it got a console port. Did either of y'all have either of y'all played the console port, or y'all both primarily? No, I, on PC? I only played this recently on my PC. My first exposure to the game was on the console port, um, which is a shame because it's not very good. Um, <laughs> but then a few years later, I got it on PC and played it through a bunch of times that way, and it's a much better experience. You know, it, yeah. it's a pretty common experience, honestly. Especially, I think it's the the line. You know, these days is a little is a little thinner, but you know, a long time ago, like on the, in the 360 PS3 era, especially, I think there were a lot of games that you would see on PC that just got, uh, I don't know, I don't want to call them trash, but, you know, ports that didn't live up to their PC counterparts. Immediately coming to mind is the first time I tried playing the original Far Cry. I played it on 360. Everyone told me that was a huge mistake. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also <laughs> thinking about, oh, God, what was the, oh, Fear. Fear is obviously a very popular PC game, and then I played that on 360 for the first time, and it wasn't until I finally played it on PC that I was like, oh, I understand now, and I think this might be yeah. one might be one of those games. At least it sounds like it is. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, there are sometimes I wish that there are some games that are better on PC and worse on console, and sometimes the other way around. You know, as opposed to like Bully per se, full circle. Yeah, it's less predictable uh, these days. Uh, oh well, yeah, you're right. I, that is kind of how the, the well, that isn't the case with a lot of Rockstar games. I feel like the, the PC ports are the terrible ones, and the console. Yeah, the, P, the, way to the go. PC version of Bully is not really that great. Not really good reviews. But I mean, this this isn't about that though. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to Dark Messiah: Might and Magic. It's a totally different. Um, I think it's interesting because it's a totally different kind of game, not genre necessarily, but like. The, the subject matter is so different than what I think a lot of people associate with Arcane. You know, like I said, Dishonored and Prey, one's science fiction, one is like one is pure science fiction, and one is like, I don't even know how you would describe it, some kind of this weird... Uh, like gothic fantasy or something. Yeah, like I, I've seen some... I mean, it's, just, it's just a fantasy, really. I've seen some people describe it I, as... It's just a, a spinoff of, like, of Might and Magic, I guess, but yeah. Yeah, wait, Dishonored? Oh, I was talking about Dishonored. No, I'm yeah. talking about Dark Messiah. Oh, no, sorry. I was yeah, I was I trying say... to find a comp- I was trying to find a comparison or a, a a label for Dishonored because that's just something totally different. I've seen someone label that as like whale punk, which of... I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I that's don't know because what in the in the Dishonored universe, uh their only power source is using like whale juice. Whale juice. Yeah, whale punk. I, I will forever call it whale juice now. Um, but yeah, like Dark Messiah of Might and Magic is very much like rooted in, uh, you know, fantasy, just like straight up, like we're talking like elves and wizards and, you know, nerd shit. Demons. Magic was like an existing series and Dark Messiah was like a spinoff of that series. So it borrows all of its setting and lore from just a typical fantasy series. Yeah. And if I remember correctly too, I was kind of looking into the development of this game and I remember... Uh, there was something about when they were first making this game, they were developing it as something that was not at all tied to the Dark Messiah uh, or the Might and Magic franchise. And then I guess they came along and just offered it to them, and they were like, um, hell yes. Uh, and they, they just kind of melded that universe in with what they already had. And boom, now we have Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Um, but... What I think I want to start with tonight, I guess, is because 
like I said, Arcane is a very kind of distinctive style that people are familiar with. Dishonored yeah. and Prey are both, uh, people like to use the term immersive sim. Um, they're, they're both a bit more open than I think you get with Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, but the like what makes them great what makes them fun is the way you it's all about kind of experimentation and adapting to situations and mixing yeah. things together in really interesting ways yeah and i, I will didn't say expect that, this game, that from this game but, we, but it's totally there yeah. this game sure had some uniquenesses with having the game let you approach a situation in any way that you wanted like either you want to go through the level through stealth or through loud combat or anything in between but most of all, this game is done in the Source Engine. And boy, do they use that to their advantage with the amount of hilarious physics and silly ragdolling when going into the combat. Oh, and they le- they lean into that stuff pretty hard really early on. Like I did, I, I replayed the tutorial today just to kind of reacquaint uh, myself because it's been a couple weeks since we finished it. Um, yeah. And in the tutorial, one of the first things they teach you is like the kick. The, the oh, fucking yeah. like Before press F to kick. See- and it's, yeah. yeah, before they even teach you how to swing your sword, they yeah. teach you how to kick. It's glorious. Yeah, the kick. I will say, it, it kind of feels like the, the way on the main character's powerful kick is, it's like someone had just installed, like, hydraulics inside his thighs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like he has robot legs. And yeah, he just, you could just break, yeah, you kick it, then it breaks down a board or some shit. I mean, honestly, I feel like people would, I, I feel like I would still look at this game with some sort of, uh, uh, you know, reverence. If that was the the drive, like if it was a game where you ran through a fantasy world kicking people, if that's all you did, I would still probably enjoy my time with this game because the kick in this game is that good. Because they and they always like to set people up like next to cliffs or next to windows or whatever. Yeah, have you. How, it's just... yeah how exactly you fight the uh, the games, uh, fight enemies in the game is pretty interesting. Like you not only do like the minimal attacking and defending, but you also do execution animations when mm-hmm. you take an enemy, kick an enemy down and you charge up your attack before releasing and it does like uh, an animation execution really. Yeah, it's, it's, it's way, like I, I, I don't, this is so hard to describe because I don't know what I was expecting before Me I played neither. this. But maybe because expecting like more standard RPG. Yeah, I I always kind of assumed that like Arcane found their their th- their thing that works for them with Dishonored, but it really isn't that that really isn't the case. Like they definitely ad- added some very unique sort of uh, gameplay elements to give this game a very unique personality. Yeah, yeah, the personality is very unique, but the DNA that like trickled down into all of their projects that we are now like that I guess I guess you want to say like mainstream audiences are more familiar with mm-hmm. uh, is 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 still super present here. I think the big difference between this, I mean, they've they've from game to game they've messed with like the structure pretty significantly. Like mm-hmm. Dishonored is level based, but they're big open giant levels, and you can spend however much time you want in them just exploring. You could spend hours in any in one particular level before you. Uh, take out your target and move on. It's almost like Hitman in a way. Um, and then you have Prey, which is just kind of like a straight up open world space station, and you that you can explore freely. I, I, you can maybe akin to like Bioshock, but more open, I think. Um, but with all of their like immersive sim stuff layered in, and then Death Loop, which is obviously like a time loop, which 
broken up into four different sections or four different levels. So, like, they've played with their structure pretty significantly here. But, like, in Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, it's kind of a more traditional linear path that I think... Yeah, it's just a fantasy adventure game, really. Yeah, it's yeah, and, and it, because it's just kind of a traditional fantasy adventure game, I think I always kind of expected it, everything else around it to be kind of traditional and not particularly interesting. Um, but Surprisingly not. It's surprising not like the combat is there's a lot to the combat because it is it is completely first person so you're having yeah. you have spells you have weapons you can block you can parry you can kick uh you and can you can use... also kick the enemies into the wall w- that have spikes that are conveniently placed there as yes. well that you can use to your advantage and that is so much fun um but yeah, and then it, all the fucking enemies would just go ragdoll just a bloody ragdoll yes and it's it's incredible and it works but I think what is also unique about this game is that, like, you know, the traps. Their, their games have lots of their, a lot of their games have skill trees, right? Or, you know, yes. ways to upgrade your character. But this game, because it's more traditional, because it's more linear, I suppose, uh, if for, it gives you all this, the same, like, kind of breadth of choices you have in, other, in their other games. But, like, but it, because it's linear, it's always kind of propelling you forward. So you actually have to be very... Um, kind of you have to kind of you have to make decisions that kind of matter because i i don't i don't mm-hmm. think it doesn't seem like it'd be realistic to me to play one playthrough and get all of the you know all of the abilities possible you oh, have no. to you have to decide what you're building yeah which more of an incentive to you know keep replaying the game exactly that is um and then you get like some more that. uh spells and abilities and maybe some more weapons and armor but yeah that is one of the reasons why the Xbox 360 port wasn't so great is because it did give you a defined build. Like, you couldn't mix and match skills. You would start as either a warrior, a mage, or a thief, and you would just get skills pertaining to that as you played through oh, the game. Oh! Um, that... But... So, like, everything around it was the same, except the way, like, the actual progression of the character was more rigid, it sounds like? Yeah, and I'm honestly not sure why they did that, because that... I feel like this game is best when you mix and match different things. Um, I, I feel like that would mm-hmm. have to be some kind of, you know, obviously I'm not a game developer. I don't really, <laughs> I'm talking a little out of my ass here. I don't know what, I, I don't know anything about it, but it seems to me like because of the, t- the time in which it was developed, it, it seems like it must've been some kind of technical limitation on the hardware that would have limited the, the amount of choices they could give you. Or Cause I feel like these days when you see a PC versus a console port, it's more one to one. Like I don't see them mm-hmm. completely swapping out systems the way they did in in some of these older games. So I'm wondering if there was some kind of technical weird shit going on that that caused that because it seems like a bizarre yeah decision. And it really made the game like significantly more difficult because like if you're doing even like a primarily a melee build, it helps a, a huge amount just to put a few points into magic so you could have the healing spell and. You know, even the ice spell, like even if you're not setting up weird Rube Goldberg machine things with the ice spell, <laughs> it still helps to have because you can just put it on the ground and let the enemy run over it so you can just downstab them. I, and yeah, I, I'm I really glad you mentioned the, the Rube Goldberg thing, with the, especially with the ice spell, because it blew my mind. I'm, sure I'm not sure if y'all saw this when I was streaming it, but like when somebody first told me to like use the ice spell on the ground and to create the ice slick, and then someone ran over it and literally slipped and just slid off a cliff. It yeah. was like life changing. I was like, that was the coolest thing I've ever done in a video game. 
And I, I love mean, it's it. very comedic too. Honestly, yes. it might be my favorite part of the game as a whole. Just the the ice spell. It's so good. I was still in love with the kick. And then they throw the ice yeah. slick in, in it. And I was like, because I was just sitting here like, oh, I have an ice spell now. I'm going to try and freeze dudes. And then someone was like, this is an no, arcane game. Think more creatively. Freeze the ground. It, like, honestly, it, it, in some kind of weird way, it's almost a little like Breath of the Wild. Uh-huh. In that you can think about the way elements or mechanics work in different contexts than I think from most games because I, I never would have it would never would have occurred to me to try sl- creating an ice slick on the ground but it that wouldn't work in most other games but they totally put it in there I mean, um, you can even combine kick in the ice you could throw ice on the ground and then kick someone into it so they fall over yeah I've exactly. been doing most of the time just you know by using my uh, you know very big kicking over anything else just to kick them off the cliff I do I, I, I especially love kicking dudes like through open windows <laughs> Yeah, there's like so many unique ways. There's so many unique ways on how that you can kill your enemies just by, you know, the the level design by itself. Because the way on how that they design the level is just that they set up these like little Rube Goldberg like traps in which that you will be able whenever that you're trying to stealth kill someone is that there is like this, uh, you know, huge shelf that is full of like barrels and crates and all that that you can just take down with just like one shot of the arrow. And then uh, the legs will just come down and then all of the, the junk will just, you know, tumble on top of the enemy and then instantly killing them turning them into a ragdoll they definitely just like that. they definitely demonstrated that they have a knack for setting up the environment in such a way to invite those kind of interactions and they know players are going to kind of lock onto them and go for it but green it yeah. sounds like you were trying to get something in. oh, oh yeah like one of the first moments that made me say that like i just love this game is in like the first real level the one where you wake up in that uh that wizard's manor yeah um you know like you wake up in the bed and there's like a single enemy coming up the stairs and what i did on my first playthrough is i kicked him immediately and he of course went flying back but as he was flying back he hit his hit the back of his head on like the roof of the <laughs> of the ground and just the, the ragdoll was so funny it's I an immediate it's a me as soon as they as soon as they're dead it's just immediate ragdoll so it creates some incredible um moment like i had a lot of i had several moments with uh because I was also surprised too. I, I couldn't decide what weapons I, I wanted to focus on. I didn't really see that becoming a thing that I was going to be into. But like I was going back and forth between using um, a sword or a bow or like those daggers, which the like oh, those yeah. like dual daggers, which are so fucking cool. And you can like th- if you hold it down, you can like throw it into their face. Oh um, yeah, when whenever but, you go into adrenaline mode. Yeah, and ooh, it's so good. But like, I I threw it into a face, and he ragdolled, and it like propelled him backwards off of this like, uh, like we were inside of a building, and he like flew over this like short retaining wall, and then like crashed through the wooden ceiling of the floor below, and like landed. <laughs> I, and I was like, that was, uh, that was amazing. <laughs> and it's just like all of these things were coming together, and I was like, I can totally see why. I can I can see why Brad has been bugging the shit out of me to try and play this forever because it's super fun and it's way it's like way deeper than than I ever would have given a credit credit for. Yeah, the combat really does have like a lot going for it, really. Yeah, I mean like going back to like that ice spell, I've even found ways to use it in like stealth situations. Like in my most recent playthrough, I played on a harder difficulty and some of the enemies were like a legitimate problem there. And uh, there's one point when, um, like, 
I walked into a room and they hadn't seen me yet, and I saw one of those enemies. I was like, all right, I want to take him out first. So what I did is I like memorized his little pathing, and I threw an ice spell onto the ground in front of him and waited for him to slip over, and I quickly just ran in and stabbed him on the ground to take him out of the fight immediately before I fought everyone else. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, there was I also really a level like early on. I think it was early on. It's it's kind of when the story is really starting to to first take hold. There's this like yeah. ch- elaborate chase sequence through across the rooftops, um, oh. where you're chasing this demon thing, um, and and that level like the, there's a lot of variety more variety to the levels I think than I was expecting too because like that that level in particular first like creeping through this like dark like castle at night and then coming across this like demon assassin that like kills a dude and then takes off and you chase him over the rooftops and stuff and i was like this feels like thief uh in a lot of ways i i I think it was i think it was very it was channeling like og thief in that level and then all of a sudden you're running across rooftops and like basically parkouring over shit and like trying to like think on your feet and decide like which which way you want to turn where you want to make a jump uh and that whole sequence even though it was uh, was kind of uh, also rappelling up of like chains or ropes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and you know, it was scripted, obviously, um, but it, it it mixed up the pacing in a really interesting way that I wasn't expecting there. Um, so the game is just constantly kind of, it's not, it's not at, by any means like a one-trick pony. It's constantly like keeping your keeping you on your toes. Um, the story is doing interesting things too. I, like, I'm going to be honest, I don't I don't really remember all the specifics of like what happened and over the course of the story. In fact, I ended up reading kind of a synopsis of what happened again today because it's been a, a couple weeks. Yeah, um, I played through the entire story of it through like normal mode, like quote unquote normal mode, even mm-hmm. though that it's easiest difficulty in the entire game, but still yeah. beating it. Yeah, I but don't like, think the story is like the main draw of the game, but there are some parts of it that I do jo- like. And there are some moral choices in the game in which that you will get, like, you know, multiple endings. Yeah, I mean, I felt compelled. There's there's one instance kind of near the end of the game where you have a choice between either uh, to, trying to go into this, like, cave to, like, save, like, the, your lady friend. I can't remember her name. Um, Liana. Liana, yes. Um, or you can just bypass it completely. But, like, what's interesting about that decision um, is over the course of the game, you have this, like... I think at the beginning they like inst- they like implant this um I don't know what you want to call it she's like a uh, yeah but when they put you when they put her in your head you don't really or at least the I mean you probably have a pretty good idea of what's happening but the character doesn't really realize that she this is obviously some like evil succubus lady it's like the wizard like puts her in your brain to kind of help you on your path but it's like sold to you as like uh you know, something like not evil. Like she's not like some evil entity they're putting in your brain. It's like supposed to be like some wisp that's supposed to kind of help guide you. But then like over the course of time, you're like this, this voice is in my head is like, she's, she's very clearly evil. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And, well, the thing and is, you have like, like a little bit of a moral dilemma, you know, yeah. as you go throughout the game and the story. She's like the, she's it's... like the, the devil on your shoulder trying to like whisper in your ear, trying to get you to, to do things. And like, it kind of, in some ways it kind of tempts you. I mean, one thing, like, this kind of goes into one of the things I really like about the game, but, like, I feel like it's kind of obvious from the start that she's going to be evil just because you're uh, your master at the start of the game. Like, 
his performance is just so over the top. It's <laughs> so you know, like mustache like, twirling, like villain. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you, you know, yeah. you can't trust anything this guy is going to do from the beginning. But who, that's, who gave this guy authority? This guy is very clearly evil. <laughs> yeah. But that's one of the things I love the most about the game is like, I don't know if it's, you would solely say it's the voice acting, but just everyone's like the writing and performance and all that. It's so silly. Like it's so over the top and, and just off the wall that like it's just funny. Yeah. You just well, have but, a good time. But it still ultimately works. I mean like it's you know, it's high fantasy, oh, it's so smooth. on yeah. on some level it's 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 gonna be silly, but you know, it's still the performances are are there and the, the the like the actual what's happening in the story, like kind of your quest uh in the story is is interesting from moment to moment. Even if I think at the end of the day it doesn't ultimately end up being very memorable. Like in the moment, it's interesting, and I was and I was into it. Yeah, and like going back to like the silliness. I mean, some of the first enemies you encounter are those like I think he calls them black guards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like one of their most common voice lines, like when they spot you for the first time, is they just go, "Hey, how?" Like who decided <laughs> that was going to be their their aggro quote? Yeah, I mean, uh, I love that they did that. It's it's just fun. You chalk that up to one of the one of those weird. Uh, game design decisions where it's just like somebody threw something out and they were like, you know, we have bigger fish to fry. That's good. We'll go with it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I want to be sure to mention um, one of the other things that really surprised me. I think this game has one of the the most interesting uh, like tools in at your disposal that I've ever seen in a game like this especially. And that's yep. the, the rope bow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Being able to create your own... It. Yeah, yeah no, no, never I, lose it. I clung to that thing like nobody's business, but like being able to create your own climbing points by shooting rope, uh, an arrow with a rope tied to it, basically into like any wooden surface was, it just opened up what would otherwise be very linear levels in interesting ways. And there was, you know, this game has lots of secrets that you can find mm-hmm. if you take the time to kind of poke around and explore, which another, yeah. that's another thing that I think makes it very identifiable as an arcane game. But um, oh, yeah. there's there, there was that one in the game. Yeah, there was that and one also, kind of. Go ahead. I was saying, like at the very end. I think it's near the very end where there's like that big, like you're in basically inside of a giant like column, and you're trying to and, and there's like all kinds of like wooden pieces of wood. And there's like spiders crawling up the wall and shit, and oh, you yeah. can progress. But like if you take the time, you can like use the rope bow to climb up really high and like find all these like se- secret chests and items and stuff up there. But it was like. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was- that would legit- have like the, the limitless quiver, quiver in it too. Didn't yeah, it? like good yeah. rewards, legitimately difficult <laughs> to reach. Um, yeah, like I died multiple times on the stream while I was doing that. Um, but like it was just such a cool, just such a cool tool to use. Yeah, um, and also, uh, you know, while we're on the subject of like secrets, but there was also like this very unique kind of secret, in which that you go to like a forge per se, and mm-hmm. that you will be able to actually oh. blacksmith and make your own weapons. Yeah, that shit was really cool. I, for, I thank you for bringing that up. I completely forgot about that. Like you have to actually find the material, put it in the uh, uh, put it in the fire, and then actually walk over to the fan, like the one of those giant squeeze fans. I forgot. I don't know what they're called. Like, <laughs> Yeah. You compress bellows. the air and yeah, bellow. Thank you. You use the bellow to like to like blow into the fire and, and stoke it, and then you have to like you have smelt to, it. Yeah, smelt it. You have to use all the individual pieces of this like blacksmithing station to create a weapon. 
and you actually have to, you know, grab a uh, a blacksmith hammer just so they can just whack onto the 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 heated sword on the anvil. Yeah, like it's like I like such a nice little touch. Um, I if you if you happen to find the uh, I believe it's called like the flame gold bar. There's there's one in a hidden spot in like Act Three or something, mm-hmm. and the first time you get to do the blacksmithing is like four or five. If you happen to pick up that bar, you can get a very powerful sword very early on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it, I mean, it's, I never got any tutorials of that, but I managed to figure it out by myself, which I'm very impressed. I found I found an allusion to that that uh, I think it was a note or something that alluded to that that gold material that I needed that I sh- should have been looking for. I never found it, um, but I knew pretty because I used the the forge to make a just a pretty basic sword, I guess. But I knew I was like, oh, there's probably like secret materials you can find and like make cool weapons and shit. And like, even though I know I'm probably gonna miss some of that stuff, knowing that it's there, it's just another way that like they took what looks like on the surface level to be this very straightforward, linear, level-based video game and just make it something more. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah. I was I was totally taken by that. I think that that was such a such a cool thing. Um. Oh God, there's one other thing I wanted I wanted to bring up about. Oh, there was this there was this moment where I was like in this. You're I guess I was scaling this like mountain, going through cutting through these caves, and then I found there's like these wooden structures that were kind of jutting out of the side of the mountain, and I like stepped into it, and there was like a chest, and I was like, cool. Oh yeah. And I walked too far yep. forward, and then the whole structure started to collapse, and I was like, and uh-huh. I. There's like you have to get there's it's like a it becomes a puzzle trying to figure out how do I get this treasure chest in here before this whole thing collapses or without triggering the thing to collapse, and mm-hmm. it was just you know I was just yeah. outside of the box and the moment it started to collapse and I I, I, I stepped into the room and then it, you feel like the room kind of shift for a second I was like well that was weird <laughs> and then I was I was like ah everything's fine I take it another step feels like a beginner's <laughs> trap. Yeah, and then I take another step forward, and the whole fucking thing just falls apart with me inside of it. And I was like, "That was just, that was just wild." I did not expect anything like that in this game, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. But yeah, you you only have to solve that particular problem if you manage to uh, unlock a particular spell, which is like the telekinesis spell. Right. Right. Yeah. Look, I remember. I think it was uh, Beck. He said he used a rope bow to like dangle from the ceiling and pick everything up that way. <laughs> um, I was like, I just. Stood on the edge and grabbed everything with telekinesis. Yeah, the, it, I here, so I didn't put a ton of points into magic because kind of going back to what I said earlier, like you can you can you can only kind of spec your character and far in one like you kind of have to commit to one. It's it's always tempting to like kind of spread out and put points all over the different skill trees because there's so much interesting sounding stuff there. But if you do that, you're never really going to reach the end of any one of those branches. Um, yeah. So I didn't end up going very far onto the magic branch. How, do either of y'all have any idea, like how many spells there ultimately are? Like, like because I didn't do that. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't. That's the fire spell, the ice top. spell. I I know that I just gotten uh, my own uh, particular spells when I was playing the game. One of them was just like it was the uh, the fire trap spell, in which that you just uh, place a fire trap on the ground and make enemies just uh, walk into it, and then the trap explodes. Mm, and then yeah. another spell that I got was uh, called charm, in which that you'll be able to charm a particular enemy just so that you can have them turn on against each other, and then most likely kill each other 
while you're looking at this from far away uh, mm -hmm. while everything is going on. But yeah. Yeah, there's, I think, two trees in the magic section, and there might be five spells in each, so maybe ten total. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different spells with a lot of applications. Um, like I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking trip. about that fire trap. Could I theoretically like throw down a fire trap and then use the ice slick to have people slide into the trap? <laughs> I mean, I don't see like it being impossible. Code. Yeah, yeah, you could totally do that. You kind of have to think what? on the fly to do something like that because the, the ice slick doesn't last forever. But like, just the thought of the, of being able to try attempting something like that is 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 pretty cool. Here's another thing. I mean, how many traps have you uh, to manage to like discover after you killed all the enemies? Mm, quite a few, actually. I hate that. Yeah. I that happens to me a lot, especially in these kinds of games where you you're kind of rewarded for paying close attention to the environment. And I would always notice shit as soon as everyone's gone, and I was like, "Fuck!" It happens to me yeah. all the time. I mean, once you manage to like uh, figure out what this particular trap does and that you can use to kill your enemies, uh, you you will be humored, you know, for what this particular you know trap could do, along with like the the source based uh, engine physics, along with the ragdoll. I mean, that that is just hilarious. I really uh, do like the comedic undertones. I, you know, and this is another one of those situations where I think this game does have a pretty good replay value because first time through you may not notice a lot of those things you may miss some opportunities but the, once you know they're there it's just it's more incentive to go back and and, and play it again yeah okay. like one thing i was going to bring up is i've i've never done a stealth playthrough of this game mm -hmm. um because i've i just like the melee and the magic so much i can't yeah. avoid those but um this is the first time i've played it since dishonored since i played dishonored and going through it with like the I don't know, knowledge of Dishonored in my mind, mm -hmm. I notice a lot more how this game takes stealth into account. Like there's a lot of like yeah. when I'll, I get finished killing enemies and then I'm like walking around looting and I'll notice like, oh, there's a path here. I could have snuck it behind these enemies and backstabbed them. Like, yeah, you I've always like incorporate a lot of stealth elements in their game, even if I never noticed them because I just wasn't doing stealth. Yeah, yeah, I was really I tempted. Just I was tempted because I, I I do like to gravitate towards stealth 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 um, trees and stuff when I when given the option. I I tend to play dishonored as stealthy as I can, that kind of thing. But uh, as I yeah, started comparing. to discover more of the the melee combat in this game, and as soon as I started using the bow, I love. I mean, a good bow. They can't. Good bows are so hard to put down once you once you find one. Um, <laughs> and I think oh, this game has. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, and that's just another, that's a, that's another layer, man. Like this, you start getting all these cool weapons, and then they start layering all these like magic effects on top of them, and then it just becomes this like, oh my god, I have so many weapons that I want to use, but I don't feel like I have enough time to use them all because this is obviously, you know, a linear game is propelling me towards yeah. an ending. Yeah, there are also some like weapons in which that you're prohibited to using because you you haven't unlocked a particular skill tree. Right. Right. But yeah, you know, I think that I think that's a testament to uh, not only to this game. I, I think it 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 speaks a lot to Arcane's design sensibilities, uh, even back then. Uh, I think that's kind of, um, I, I think that's you know a big reason why people wanted us to play this is so many people just kind of feel like Arcane started with with Dishonored, and that's understandable considering just I think Dishonored was maybe their first like mainstream success, but. 
They had these yeah. they had these design chops even back when they were doing Dark Messiah. And actually it made me interested in playing um Arcs Fatalis, I think is the one that they did before this, which I hear yeah, is more I of an that's... RPG. Um yeah, yeah, so I haven't played it myself, but I've seen a lot of footage of it and uh-huh. to me that looks more like just a standard RPG without like It's like a bootleg of... Elder Scrolls. Yeah, it, you know, Minus I that, the legs. I I would be I would be kind of surprised if that retains much of Arcane's, like, I, you know, a lot of what we talked about here, I feel like it's probably not going to be there, but I've also heard it does other things that are really unique that oh, would be set, interesting. the setting is very unique, and the magic system is, I'm not sure how well it works on modern <laughs> yeah. systems, but it's a unique idea for sure. I'm definitely interested in trying it, just because, you know, you know, honestly, at this point, Arcane is one of those names that I just associate with, more or less, with quality, um, on 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 some level uh especially you know i just finished playing death loop uh i i asked y'all before the show neither of y'all have played it yet right no um and i know brad i i had posted today asking if anybody wanted us to address address anything specifically and brad i think probably uh sarcastically more or less was like i just want to know is this is this better than death loop um and i feel like that's a hard question to answer because obviously two very different games but they are Apples from yeah. I mean, it's more like hmm. It's more like oranges and blood oranges. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you can you can see you can see the DNA. You can feel the DNA. You can feel the things that connect them. But yeah, I feel like yeah. I feel like that. Uh, you know, comparing to what is it, D- Dark Messiah and Dishonored. I'm pretty. I mean, comparing. When it comes to the stealth in the game, I mean, Dishonored definitely is a bit of an improvement to Dark Messiah, per se. Mm-hmm. I, I think they both kind of expand, like, Dark uh, Dishonored, to me, more or less feels like they kind of expanded upon the stealth elements of, of Dark Messiah and opened it up quite a bit and, and created a really unique universe. But, like, Deathloop, um, well, one thing I'll tell you, Deathloop uses the kick mechanic straight out of dark messiah uh which is obviously very welcome um but you know it's 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 structured very differently we've talked we spent a lot of time talking about it on the regular podcast about you know we spent like an hour just kind of debating like it probably sounded like we were very 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 critical of death loop and in a, w- a lot of ways we probably are but at the end of the day it's still an arcane game and it's still very fun and it's unique um but all these games have a feel to them that's just kind of unlike anything else. Like, just the the way it feels to control a character and be in combat and everything's so reactionary. Like... Physics equals fun. Physics yeah. equals fun and just being able to uh, like adapt to a situation on the fly and feel good about it. Like, I, I've talked a lot about Hitman yeah. and how I feel like I can't really adapt. Like, I feel like when I fuck up in Hitman, I feel like I've fucked up and there's really no salvaging it and maybe that's mostly in my head but i feel like all of uh arcane's games have kind of been the opposite it's like when i fuck up it's i feel compelled to just roll with it and that's what i like about arcane games a lot um yeah so yeah like physics aside there's still a lot of like cool things in the combat system and like one thing i noticed is you know you have your uh you know, your sword or your staff or whatever, and mm-hmm. you can swing it different directions. And your weapon will actually collide with the environment depending on which way you swing it. Like, I remember yeah. mm-hmm. one time I was 
I was doing an overhead swing at a guy that was lying on the ground and I missed because it hit the wall in front of him. Yeah. Whereas it wouldn't have if I had done like an underhand swing. And like when that happened, I was just like, I wasn't even mad. I was impressed. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. had that amount of depth into the combat. Yeah, yeah for sure. And for sure. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I'd swing at an enemy's head and they sort of duck to the side and the stab doesn't connect, you know, because it's got like a precise hitbox. Yeah. Yeah. And I will got, say, got the, uh, yeah. And I will say, uh, the adrenaline mode. It definitely makes it a, a, a bit more exciting to whenever they, uh, you know, uh, fight and kill enemies. And the way, and they also added a way that you can also automatically execute an enemy while you're in uh, uh, execution uh, adrenaline as well. While uh, so you will be able to like, uh, you know, wind up your uh, your attack and then just instantly just decapitate that guy while you're in adrenaline Ooh, mode. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that because before we. Before we finish, I I I, I forgot to mention because I even saw this in the tutorial today, and I just remember being like, "Damn, that's cool!" They have that like really awesome slowdown effect. Like when you do something fucking cool, like when I like when I throw a dagger into someone's face or I kick them into like into something really hard, or like I cut off, like I I parry and then like cut off their head. It goes into the like super cool like slow motion mode, and you hear that thing go like. Like it slows down, and it's just like chef's kiss. It's so good. One yeah, thing, I mean, uh, I will say uh, that. I mean, considering how that these guys has also just implemented like multiple endings in the game, meaning that it will give you more of an opportunity to actually go back and kill enemies uh, in more ways than one than you usually do. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. I I just uh, gotten myself the the good ending, and so did you, Nick. Well, what I, about you, uh, Green Toes? Uh, green goddamn. Green goddamn. But, um, <laughs> so many greens. I, I do... I prefer the evil ending. Uh, is it okay if we do a little bit of spoilers? Yeah, I is think... Is it a spoiler we, cast? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's an entire podcast devoted to one game. I feel like there's going to be some spoilers. That's quite alright. Alright. Yeah. Cool, let's I, talk about it. I really like the evil ending, just because normally whenever there's like this, this big bad overlord guy... Mm-hmm. You know, you set him free and he'll just be like, oh, you fool, now I'm going to betray you and take over the world at my own. But yeah. in this game, when you set him free, he's just like, oh, great job, son. Now we're going to get to spend so much time together. We're going to take over the world together. It's going to be great. Like, it's just such a subversion that when I expect that, I just... Are you saying it almost it. feels happy? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, it's, you take over the world with your dad. What more do you want? Take, take over the world with your demon dad. Hmm. Yeah, although <laughs> I will say this recent playthrough, I went with the good ending because, you know, if you if you go down the evil route, you get the um, the demon mode. But if you go yeah. down the good route, you get the holy weapons. And as cool as the demon mode yeah. is, the holy weapons are just so much stronger. Yeah, demon and also there cool. are there are like times in which there are chances in which you can let uh you know either Leanna live or die. And when you wanted to let Leanna live, there is an optional boss fight, which is a huge ass fucking spider. Yeah, by the way, I'm not a big fan of spiders like in reality. And <laughs> this game really triggered some um some deep rooted uh, uh what's the what's the fucking phobia arachnophobia? word? Arachnophobia, thank you. Uh, I don't know how I forgot that one. But yeah, definitely the spiders in this game freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, 
and they're so dangerous because of that poison. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was just like this big uh, spider boss fight in which they have to go through and then try to uh, find its weak point, which is on like the underside, while you're trying to outrun any other spy- spiders while you're being poisoned by them uh, as time goes on. It was a cool fight. Uh, it, it was also one of the situations where like the moment I realized I had walked into like this big spider's den and the giant giant spider came out i was like why am i willingly choosing to do this like i hate spiders but i kept going back because i wanted to save her and i was like that's yeah like that's you know that's a cool that's a cool the fact that they gave me the choice i could have just been like nah fuck this i'm out <laughs> just i know that the first spider. time yeah i know that the first time that i uh actually beat the spider i mean the spider just you know crumbled on top of on top of me and i instantly died i don't know that if it ever happened to you guys but that was completely bullshit but i tried it the second time and i'm glad that i got out of the way and i saved liana hey the fact that that the fact that that can happen i think is is pretty cool um i didn't know that you can die by having the giant spire just collapse on you well i know this is i know this is like really kind of out of left field and we're talking about arcane games here but that just reminds it's it, like when games do that and you die in unexpected ways because of just things interacting in a unique way that you don't expect i always like that shit and i was thinking i was playing far cry 6 the other day and there's this thing where you have to try and get to this like drop point uh before like a timer runs out and i was like booking it across the island and i was driving like a like a four-wheeler or something and then I, 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 I coming up on the, on the drop point, and there's a single dude standing in front of it, and he has like a flamethrower. And I was like, nah, fuck this. I'm just, I'm, I'm here. I made it. I'm just gonna drive through him. I drive through him. He fucking explodes because he has like a tank on his back. And I was just like, when the world, re- like, pushes back against you because of, because that's just the way things work. I think that's, I think when games do that, it's, it's, it's magic. It's kind of magical. So like having a giant spider crushing you to death i wouldn't even be mad all i can say is i'm glad that there are like quick saves in the game otherwise i would be pissed off yes oh, yeah. Yeah, that that is true i mean i found the save system in this game to be pretty generous uh for the, for the most part i don't i don't think i ever had any, well i mean like, it's a source game so of course there has to be like a, a quick save system in the game yeah, yeah. um which do you can you quick save on the console version? <laughs> I would imagine probably not. Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember. It's been so long. I feel like that's a pretty rare feature on con- especially that generation of console games. I feel like it'd probably be super frustrating. Um, yeah. But be- before we uh, before we close out, I, I do I wanted to mention I because I was looking it up today about development of this game, and I was like, I wonder if they ever wanted to do anything more with this. Uh, and it turns out Ubisoft was actually exploring. Uh, was planning on doing a sequel with Arcane when I'm not even I'm not even sure what the business transaction was or whatever. But when I guess when Arcane broke away or ended their relationship with with Ubisoft, the sequel for this game kind of died with it. Uh, my and and Tack in Discord had asked about whether we think this is a good pick for like a game that could be remade today. Um, I, ho- and I, I hope to, that this I to it, it game is re- remade. You do hope it gets reason, remade. Because here's the problem. Because despite on how much that I, uh, you know, being, 
but despite the game being having some charm, like the combat, how you play the game, there are some major jank in the game when we played it nowadays. Like the combat, yeah. for instance, is like when we are trying to fight an enemy uh, in the game, either the hit detection doesn't work almost half the time or that you have to be so precise on how you make sure that your attack lands on your targeted enemy. Mm-hmm. Also, the platforming is very jank as all hell when you're trying to yeah. vault up on a ledge and it doesn't go up on the damn thing. That, I, I mean, mean that that finds it to be very annoying. And it does show, like, uh, you know, its outdatedness. Yeah, the, I mean, the way the 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 platforming kind of works it does seem like it's very early dishonored platforming, where it's kind of like about it's all about can you physically get there? Can you make? Can you create a path to it? Can you use power in an interesting way to get somewhere? Mm-hmm. It, it all seems like very early, but it's just also. I'm glad not, for Arcane's blink. Yeah, like Dishonored. Yeah, yeah, but Dishonored kind of smoothed all that out. It's very, yeah. it's not very smooth here. Um, but like, that's what, that's what, the rope bow still comes back, you know, to being just like one of these yeah. really amazing tools um, mm-hmm. that never lose demonst- your rope bow. That yeah, that demonstrates how outside of the box they were when it came to the de- design. Um, what about you, Green? Would you want to see this game remade today? Um, if they did remake it, I would want to see it expanded just because, you know, it being an older game, it doesn't quite match what we expect from games nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's very, very linear, not particularly long. I mean, not that it being short is a bad thing, but it's, you know, if you're used to like Dishonored or Prey or something and then you jump into this, you'll, you might feel a little whiplash. <laughs> Yeah, like if it was like a brand new game that just came out, obviously when you're going back to a 15-year-old game, you're not right. expecting a huge amount. But if it was remade and it was still only seven hours long, I think people might be a little disappointed with that. Yeah. But if they ended um, it and made the levels longer and all that kind of stuff, I could see it be doing pretty well. Another um, thing, another thing with the levels is that mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to add one more thing is that the game's problems is how lost that you can get in the game. There have been times of where you don't really know uh, where you're supposed to be going in the game that you ended up going around and around in circles trying to find the way to go. Uh, the first problem that both Nick and I came across is when we are at the church at nighttime at the second mission or third mission or whatever, mm-hmm. trying to find the entrance to the church. And it was right in front of our faces because we were <laughs> yeah. supposed to open the basement door just by opening it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I feel it like just, a lot of those things would be a lot of those things would be cleared up just by as a byproduct of making it a modern game um yeah <laughs> i it, I, I have mean, two I, caveats it shows like a chain i thought it's supposed to be pulled up by something but I don't yeah know. i have I finally have kind of cat po- oh go ahead go ahead finally i will say i i forgot to put the icing on the cake when it comes to like uh the cons for dark messiah the most annoying part about this game is where at the near end of the game when you go back to the burning village and you have to fight waves and waves of enemies most of the enemies involve ghouls these ghouls mm. are pieces of shit that are so op that they kill you in a couple of hits yeah and you have to that's... fight against groups of them in like a bunch of times too so, so good luck on trying to keep your npcs alive after all that yeah there was one npc i kept trying to keep alive uh which apparently you can do but i eventually gave up on it because bull that that part was bullshit um and granted this this is on normal mode by the way the game doesn't expect you to keep him alive. If you actually manage to do it, he ends up just running around in circles because he doesn't have any like script for. What yeah, because nobody expects him to get to survive past that point. It's just like I don't know what you want us to do now. He's he's not even supposed to be alive. Um, yeah, I can't even imagine what the harder difficulties are like, though. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you yeah, know, they're, they're rough. Like, I I still haven't done hardcore, and anyone who does has fucking balls of steel because it makes yeah. it adds like on hard mode, it added more enemies and it made them hit way harder. Like those ghouls you said, they won't just kill you in a couple hits; they'll kill you in one hit. Right. Like they, yeah, not and there are like That's waves and waves of them. All I have to do is, you know, you know, just keep my distance and just hopefully charm a whole bunch of ghouls just so that they can turn on each other and then hopefully just kick off like the rest of them into the spiked walls. Yeah. Yeah, I do think the hard mode does kind of spur a little more creativity in you because the enemies have so much more health that going for environmental kills does become more attractive. I- more of an um, almost a necessity, if you will. They're already uh, yeah. so difficult, even by an, on normal mode. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was. I don't know if like they randomized the health or whatever, but when I was going through like the the spider temple or whatever it was, where there's like all the zombies and stuff, there was one zombie that just would not fucking die. I hit him so many times, and he never went down. Didn't even like didn't even fall over. And I eventually just resorted to like throwing rocks at him. And <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, but I couldn't kill him normally. Like, no matter how many attacks I landed on him, he just wouldn't yeah. fall down. That and almost sounds like a glitch. Yeah. It, it is a very janky game. Yeah, um, I really do like, you know, on how that you can, you know, spontaneously just, you know, pick up and throw heavy enemies. Or no, not heavy. Heavy objects at enemies just to stun them. And it's a viable option. In fact, sometimes it's 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 needed. Um, I, 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 I do want to... Two quick caveats just to ant- to tax question about a sequel or a remake or whatever. Um, you know, one, I, I feel like if they were to remake the game, I don't think I... It's one of those situations where I don't know if I'd want to see it remade by someone other than Arcane, just because Arcane's signature... Uh, like, the DNA of Arcane's game would need to be mm-hmm. intact, and I, I don't know if I'd want to risk losing that. Um, but the chances of that happening seem pretty slim. Um, but I almost feel like, I almost feel like, you know, you talked about opening it up a little bit, making it more modern, which makes me think maybe a sequel might just be a better way to go. Like if, if I think Ubisoft still owns the, the video game IP from, from, uh, Might and Magic. Um, and I, I don't know if Arcane is just done working with Ubisoft, but like if, if Ubisoft was to offer them the chance to do a sequel and to see them just make like make a sequel to Dark Messiah of Might and Magic set in a or in a post dishonored world, I think that would be kind of incredible. Maybe. I, I mean, mean it, it's kinda it's like iffy. Being the generic fantasy that it is, I don't think you don't even really need a direct sequel. You can just do a spiritual success. Right, right, yeah. I mean yeah. the other option is Arcane just kind of returning to this this genre of 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 fiction um because so much of what they do now is feels more modern uh or or you know just kind of it doesn't feel like high fantasy and i would love to see them do that because they they knocked it out of the park when they did science fiction you know they've they've you know kind of been fantasy adjacent with dishonored i would just love to see them return to something very like orcs and and wizards and demons and stuff and just see how it goes because it would be cool i'm very very eager to see Uh, what 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 redfall looks like because you know all right at this point i just if if it has arcane's name attached to it it kind of implies a certain kind of satisfaction from the gameplay and it kind of looks like fortnite that has vampires in it I think I think you're I think the Fortnite comparison just comes from kind of the colorful art style. It sounds to me more it like it's going to be a looter art, art cartoony as well. Yeah, and that that could be a very I mean that's that's probably a very specific uh aesthetic that they were going for. They like they did that very intentionally. I don't know if they're trying to capture the Fortnite crowd, but 
Um, it certainly looks to me like it could be, you know, Borderlands adjacent in terms of its gameplay design and it being like a looter shooter kind of thing. Redfall um, is like Fortnite, except they actually just put a campaign in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. But all I know is I if it has Arcane's name on it, I'm interested. So. And I can I still say that after having just finished playing Dishonored, so or yeah. Dishonored, uh, Deathloop. Yeah, I will say that through all the pros and cons that we are talking about, I can see and understand that this game was good and fun to play for a time. This game does share some interesting elements that Arcane has incorporated or incorporated into an RPG adventure game. It's just it's just not really stitched together uh, well as we look at it right now. Now, that being said, after playing that game and after playing the first Dishonored game, they did manage to make a massive improvement after Dark Messiah. Bad news mm-hmm. is I don't know if they're interested in going back into the Dark Messiah IP and revive it uh, after Arcane has moved on to newer and newer things like the new Deathloop game that we were talking about that they had made just recently. But if anything, and after the new Source Engine 2 is out, hopefully someone will make a spiritual successor to Dark Messiah in the new Source Engine. Hint, hint. I th- I think that I think the 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 ball for on that court is or is in Ubisoft's court because I think if anybody is going to make a a follow up to this game, whether it's Arcane or not, I think Ubisoft owns the publishing rights. But or just you know. an inspiring homage, you know, in respect yeah. to like uh, because there hasn't been any other RPG game that is you know made in the Source Engine, right? As far right. as I can tell. It'll be interesting to see if if and when that happens. Um, I, I do think we need to wrap up here. Um, do you all have any closing thoughts about the game that we haven't had a chance to touch on? No, no I think we no. covered it. Yeah, I, 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 really, I do. I do I really highly do. recommend this game. I, I feel like it, yeah. if you haven't played it, or you know, if you like modern arcane, this is definitely one of those things. It'll, I think it'll surprise you in ways that you're not expecting. Well, that's kind of what a surprise is. Uh, you know what I mean. I, I, I think it'll be yeah. a refreshing experience uh, if, if you find yourself enjoying Dishonored or Prey or Deathloop. Um, but, Even with uh, Frank, it's been a great time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there's some mods that I'd recommend looking into. I, 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 I use some PC mods to just kind of make it look a little bit nicer. Uh, it doesn't really... It's, it's still a little rough around the edges as far as, you know, interaction with the environments go, but... Other than that, like it, it, it looked nice. It plays nice. It, it's just surprisingly deep. I love my time with it. Um, yeah. As far as the next revival club goes, before we, I usually kind of already know what we're going to play next. We're getting towards the end of the year, so I don't know. Uh, we're obviously kind of we have a couple months left for. With, we're about to get bombarded with a bunch of new releases, but I still want to try and squeeze in one more game this year. So I would say I'm probably going to start having these conversations with the, our community and Discord uh, tomorrow. Maybe we'll squeeze a, a quick one in. Um, but if y'all, if anybody out there is listening and you're interested in having an excuse to go back and play older stuff or revisit games that from from developers that uh, that that you enjoy um, that you may not have played yet. Uh, consider joining. Uh, all you have to do is you can support us on Patreon at the $3 tier or higher. You can subscribe to us on Twitch. Um, and that'll give you access to the Discord channel where we vote and talk about all these games. Uh, I want to thank uh, Steve and Green for being here today and talking about Dark Messiah with me. No problem. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, and I hope yeah. to have you guys on a future episode um, when we talk about whatever's next. I don't know what's next, but 
We'll, Looking we'll, forward if we ever to do it. a Zelda episode, I'm gonna be fighting to get on that one. A Zelda episode. Hmm. I tr- I was kinda I was trying <laughs> I, I tried to make an argument for Skyward Sword because I was like, I'm gonna play Skyward Sword HD no matter what, but most people weren't going for it. But there's still plenty of Zelda games, especially classic ones like older ones that I haven't actually haven't played, like the uh Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. I haven't touched those or Minish Cap or, you know oh, those yeah, games. Yeah, maybe when Breath of the Wild 2 gets closer. Yeah, maybe that's that's a good... We're trying to keep these kind of relevant to something that's like either a, a, an upcoming new release or maybe just something that's on people's minds that's part of the zeitgeist right now because of an announcement or what, or what have you. So um, with that in mind, yeah, maybe we, we'll make room for a Zelda episode in the not-too-distant future. Um, but anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks to y'all for being here. 4playernetwork.com is the website, and if you want to join... Uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash fourplayer. And we will see y'all next time. Uh, be safe out there. Play video games. Be good to each other. Good night. Bye-bye. Yeah. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Hey guys, we're using Poshmark and you should too. Do you have things that you don't wear anymore? Poshmark is seriously the easiest way to make room in your closet, make some cash, and also snag a bargain. It's the coolest reseller with the best brands like Lululemon, Nike Reformation, and Gucci for up to 70% off. DJ Khaled has a closet and Serena Williams. Download the app today. Enter Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Live from a basement in Dubuque, Iowa. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. 30 minutes from the Field of Dreams and four hours from the closest professional sports team. It's not a lie if you believe it. On the banks of the Mississippi River. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I you. It's the Degenerate Sports Betting Show with Matthew Friedman. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. And now your host, Matthew Friedman. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Freeman, Matt F. The Oracle. Welcome to the Degenerate Sports Betting Show brought to you by BetCV and sponsored by the FTN Network, where you can get all the season long and daily fantasy and sports betting content your degenerate heart desires, including my fantasy football write ups and all of my NFL sides, totals, and player props. Use the highly original promo code Friedman for 20% off at FTN. That is Friedman for 20% off at FTN. Thanks for checking out the show. Please subscribe to the Bets TV channel on YouTube and rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. All right, it is Thursday afternoon. Thursday night football is in sight. So in this episode, we are breaking down tonight's game. I'm going to highlight my favorite player prop for Thursday night football. And also, 
we're going to run through the five picks that right now I'm thinking about using for my super contest entry. But first, I need to tell you about a great giveaway we have at FTN where you can win a free trip to Las Vegas for the Week 13 game between the Raiders and the Washington football team. It's free to sign up, no purchase necessary. There are a lot of prizes you can win, but the grand prize is $5,000 in value, and it includes airfare, hotel, tickets to the game, and much more. Click the link in the show description for more details and to sign up. Okay, producer Tom, Thomas Viola. Psychic on the controls, connoisseur, pasta, tighten of tomato sauce, and long-suffering Jets fan. Tom, let's get started Thursday night football. That's right. We got a good one tonight. Tampa Bay heading to Philly to take on the Eagles. The line opens six and a half towards Tampa, of course, and still sits around there or seven here in Vegas, depending on which shop you go to. That's why line shopping is important, important, folks. Uh, total open 52 and a half. It's still hanging right around there. Both teams, two and three against the spread right now. Eagles are two and three to the over under bucks four and one to the over this season. Where are you looking in this game at? All right. On the spread, uh, I'm going with the bucks, you know, maybe a little chalky, but whatever. I don't care. Uh, they're number two in offensive EPA per play. The Eagles are number 12 in defensive EPA per play. The bucks are number 13 in defensive EPA per play. The Eagles are number 22 in offensive EPA per play. So the bucks have an edge on both sides of the ball whenever they are on the field. We talked about this on the Power Rankings episode on Tuesday. The Eagles are top 10 in both yards per play and yards per play allowed. They they have the trappings of a good team, right? They have some of the underlying fundamental metrics of a good team, but they lack the substance of a good team. And that's because of the context that surrounds their production, the circumstances under which they accumulate and yield their yardage. The Eagles through five games have underperformed relative to their production, and that is the sign of poor coaching and bad decision-making. I have the Bucks at number two in my personal power rankings, the Eagles at number 23, because they're not as good as their numbers. It's Jalen Hurts out there making a lot of plays while being handcuffed by subpar play calling. I think anything less than a touchdown uh, makes me pretty strongly go towards the Bucks. And how about the total? Is anything worth a play here? I mean, two defenses that maybe aren't quite what they could be. Yeah, the Bucks on defense are without linebacker Levante David, two quarterbacks, Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy-Pontine, and then safety Antoine Winfield. So the Bucks, I mean, they're vulnerable on defense, especially against the pass, where they've allowed a league-high 314.4 yards per game, net yards per game. So we have an injured defense and an elite offense on the Buccaneers. Again, the Buccaneers number two uh, in uh, expected added points per play. The Bucs, you said, four and one to the over this year. Under head coach Bruce Arians, they are 27 and 14 to the over overall. Uh, I mean, this is, it's a high, it's a high total, but uh, this is one where I'm going with the high total here. And last but not least, give us a prop bet here. Where are you looking for tonight's game? You got to have something on this one. Yeah, it's. I mean, we've talked on this show, on the the Friedman Fantasy Show, about how weird it is that Miles Sanders is doing basically nothing. And so uh, I'm leaning into that. I'm looking Miles Sanders under nine and a half carries at DraftKings minus one thirty. Sanders has nine point six carries per game this year but just 6.7 per game over his past three games. 
He's being minimized within the offense, and teams are simply abandoning the run against the Buccaneers, who are number one in carries, yards, and yards per carry on defense. This feels like an easy under for me. Love it, Miles Sanders, under nine and a half carries. All right, Matt, let's move on to the weekend because we've got to get to some super contest plays here. And your first one that we are starting off with, Packers minus four and a half at the Bears. It's going to be a good rivalry game. The line still there or at five, depending on your shop here in Vegas. Packers four and one against the spread. Bears three and two, and you're taking the pack here. Yeah, I'm entirely throwing out week one. Um, obviously the Packers, they were horrible in week one, 38 to three loss road loss to the saints. But since then, since week two, the Packers are number three in the league in expected points added per play four and O against the spread. Meanwhile, the bears are number 25 with a negative mark in expected points added per play on offense and rookie quarterback, Justin Fields, three starts, uh, Packers quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is 124. 86 and five against the spread for his career, 47 and 27 against the spread within his division. Like this guy just destroys the NFC North each year. And in a head to head matchup between the two coaches, it's a small sample size, but the clear edge clearly goes to the Packers. Matt LaFleur is 4 0 against the spread against Matt Nagy, who is 14 and 23 and one against the spread in the post the post hype era following his first season with the bears. I know that this is chalky, but I just, I do not care. Uh, I have a lot of respect for the Packers and no respect for the bears. So this feels pretty easy to me. And just for the sake of it, the total open 46 has moved down to 44, 44 and a half. Um, are you liking anything on this total? Yeah, I'm on the under, but I kind of I don't like it because usually favorites and overs are correlated. So this goes against my Packers bet in a way. This is essentially betting uh, against Rogers' upside, or more specifically, for both of these bets to cash, I need to hope that the Packers play well enough to cover, but not well enough to drive this game to the over, which is kind of a tough needle to thread. But that's how I see this game playing out. Both teams play slow. Green Bay is 24th in neutral uh, situation, neutral pace of play. Chicago is number 28. That makes me lean to the under divisional games can be played tight and, you know, often go to the under 76% of the tickets, but over 90% of the money is on the over, which would indicate in theory that the big money, potentially the sharp money is on the over. But even with all of that money on the over, the line has moved down, which I mean, I think that pretty much tells you all you need to know. Uh, the Bears are three and zero to the under in Justin Fields' three starts, in part because they're playing very conservatively and very slowly. So I do think that this is an under game, regardless of however it is that I I view or correlate this with the Packers bet. The next one you have up on the docket, Panthers. They are getting a point versus the Vikings. They opened as one-point favorites, but it's been met the other way to Minnesota. Vikings 2-3 and three against the spread. Panthers 3-2, and two, and you're going with them. Yeah, I think the Panthers are legit on defense. Uh, I mean, their offense, we'll talk about that, but their defense is legit. Number two in uh, EPA per play for the season. Even if you focus on the two games 
uh, in which number one cornerback J.C. Horn has been absent. They're still number six in defensive EPA per play, number four in dropback EPA per play. So that defense is real. And we talked about this on the fantasy show. This is a tough matchup for Kirk Cousins. The Panthers are number three, <clears throat> number three with 6.0 uh, adjusted yards per uh, adjusted yards per attempt allowed. Um, I, I think that this is a situation where we might see the Vikings struggle a little more than people would expect. Uh, and it's not like it's not like we think the Vikings offense is all that great anyway. Sam Darnold has allowed uh, has thrown five interceptions in two games. I don't think he's as bad as that. Uh, as a Jets fan, Tom, you might disagree with me. I just I don't think Sam Darnold is as bad as five interceptions in two games. I mean, he is when he's on the Jets, but I, I agree. The, the kid's got a lot of talent. I think he's going to be fine. All right. So, yeah, I think this is a, a bounce back spot. If you look at our wide receiver cornerback matchup tool uh, at FTN Fantasy, you see that DJ Moore has the best matchup on the slate out of all wide receivers going against Patrick Peterson. I think Moore could go off. Christian McCaffrey uh, has a good chance to return. Um, Carolina head coach Matt Rule is nine and five against the spread as an underdog. I think the Panthers should be slightly favored uh, in this game. You know, and that's where the line opened. The line movement across zero really isn't all that significant. Uh, I'd still back the Panthers here. And how about the total? It was 48, bet down to 46. Vikings two and three to the over. Panthers one and four. So both under teams here. Does that lean you towards the under? Yeah, I do like the under. The Panthers, again, number two in defensive EPA per play. The Vikings are number eight. And then on offense both of these teams they like to play slow they like to rely on the running game this kind of feels like an ugly an ugly game that we're going to see and that uh inclines me to the under all right next one up the chargers heading to baltimore to take on the ravens line open baltimore minus three has just about stayed there the total open 48 has been bet up to 51 and a half to 52 Chargers four and one against the spread this season. Ravens two and three. Who are you going with in this one? Yeah, I uh, I got this at three and a half on Sunday night. At three, I still lean towards the Chargers. Uh, if this is at you know two and a half uh, at the particular book you are, I would lean towards the Ravens. This is a matchup of offensive strength against defensive weakness. Uh, the Chargers are number three in passing yards this year. Uh, the Ravens defense with all the injuries that they've had, they're number 29 in passing yards allowed. And then you look on the other side of this, the Ravens are number four in rushing yards. The Chargers defense, number 32, dead last in the league in rushing yards allowed. Um, you know, we have two MVP candidates. Um, the Chargers have an extra day of rest with the Ravens coming off of Monday night football and overtime Monday night football game. Uh, I think people are overweighting uh the impact of a West Coast team traveling east. Uh, at this point, I think there's actually like a benefit to betting on the the West Coast team just because people are overweighting it. Um, I have the Chargers ahead of the Ravens uh, in my personal power rankings, and the passing game means more than the running game. And even though Lamar Jackson is having the best passing season of his career, Justin Herbert and the weapons that he has around him, like the Chargers are just better at passing the ball than the Ravens are. Uh, and I think that's what carries them here. How about the total? Any inkling here? Yeah, it's it's moved up a lot. I'm staying away. Uh, both teams can score points uh, you know, pretty quickly, especially at the end of games. We, I mean, just look at week five. Uh, 
and, and what the, the Ravens did uh, in the fourth quarter and in overtime and what the Chargers did in the fourth quarter. Uh, both of these teams can put up points, though I feel like no no under is safe with these two teams on the field. But the way the Chargers play defense, it does invite the running game. And, uh, you know, the Ravens, they like to lean into the running game uh, and that slows the game down. So I really don't want to go over because I can see how the under is the right side here. So I'm just staying away. All right, next up, the Cowboys headed to New England to take on the Patriots. Cowboys are minus four in this game. The line opened. Dallas minus one has moved to four. The total open at 48. Found anywhere from 50 and a half to 52. Cowboys are five and zero against the spread. Is it finally time, Matt? Are you going to bet on the boys? I, I, I mean, yes, I've, I've bet on them. I don't know if I'm going to put this one in my contest, to be honest. I just, I feel sick about the Cowboys this year. Obviously I'm a Cowboys fan. They're having a great season. It has come at the expense of, of my bankroll. Tom, as you said, they're five and zero against the spread. I'm over five betting against them. So clearly I have no good read on this team. The fact that I am betting on them now, I think should make everyone immediately bet on the Patriots uh, who are number seven with 6.6 adjusted yards per attempt allowed on defense. Like that's a very good number. I do think that number is artificially low because they faced, they faced a week slate of quarterbacks Tua Tagovailoa, Zach Wilson, Jameis Winston, Tom Brady in the rain and a player they know very well. And then Davis Mills. Uh, and Dak Prescott, the Patriots defense, is going to have, I think, the toughest quarterback matchup that they have had to this point in the year. And then, obviously, the Cowboys on offense, they're great. They have great balance on offense. They're number five in EPA per play. On defense, they're number six. Granted, they are number 30 with 6.3 yards allowed per play on defense. And, Tom, we've talked about it. That scares me. It highlights the boom-bust nature of this defense because they're number two with 12 turnovers created. And it is hard for a stop unit to live on turnover luck alone, but maybe this is simply who the Cowboys are. Maybe they're just a, a defensive unit that has a whole bunch of ball Hawks, especially Trevon Diggs, who has a league high six interceptions, 10 passes defended. Maybe this is just who the Cowboys are. They will allow big plays, but they also create turnovers. I don't know. Even if the Cowboys defense is more lucky than good, and I think that's probably the case, I still don't believe the Patriots offense is dynamic enough to make this boom-bust defense actually bust. And with how great the Cowboys are on defense and how, I don't want to say fake, I think the Patriots defense is, but how potentially overrated the Patriots defense is right now, I'm going with the Cowboys. And how about the total? Does this make you lean one way or the other there? 50 and a half to 52 right now. Numbers are varying wildly. Yeah, I haven't bet the over. I probably won't, but I do lean towards the over. Kellen Moore is 24 and 13 to the over as offensive coordinator with Dak. He is 18 and 8 to the over. Uh, and in the post-Jason Garrett era, uh, Kellen Moore with Dak is 8 and 2 to the over. And I I don't think that's luck. This is an offense that can put up points in a multitude of ways. And it's paired with the defense, as we just talked about, 
does allow a lot of yards on a per play basis, which just seems like the perfect recipe for the over. The Cowboys are four and one to the over this year, but I haven't bet it because we do have two defenses that are in the top 12 and EPA per play. And I could see given, given how well the Cowboys have run the ball this year and how it is that the Patriots play defense. I could see how this becomes a run focused defense predicated game, which would be potentially lower scoring than the market might expect. So I'm just staying away. And last but not least on our contest plays here, the bills five and a half against the Titans line opened three and a half has moved all the way up to that five and a half number four and one against the spread of the bills three and two for the Titans. And honestly, it's, it shocks me. This number opened three and a half. Uh, unbelievable. I bet it on Monday morning. I do like this number up to minus six. So I'm still fine betting it at five and a half in our official FTN power rankings. Uh, by Benny Ricciardi, the Bills are number one. The Titans are number 19. In my personal power rankings, the Bills still number one. Titans, number 22. I think there's a massive difference between these two teams. The Bills just beat the Chiefs very handily, 38-20 to 20 on Sunday Night Football. They're number one in EPA per play on defense, number seven in EPA per play on offense. And actually, if you remove week one, against the Steelers, which was just a weird game. The Bills are number two in offensive EPA per play. The, the Titans, meanwhile, are number 25 with 8.6 adjusted yards per attempt allowed. So that's on their passing defense. They're number 25 in efficiency. And they're number 26 with 4.5 yards per carry allowed. I just, I do not see how the Titans stop the Bills and the Bills have the best defense. So even if Derrick Henry does Derrick Henry type of things, I don't think the rest of that offense is going to be able to produce against a top-ranked Bills defense in a way that pushes them to the cover. So, again, just fully on the Bills here. Josh Allen is 30-19-2 against the spread for his career, 14-5-2 against the spread on the road. I mean, but really, it doesn't matter where they're playing this game. I, I think the Bills win handily. The total has gone from 53 and a half uh, up to 54 and a half. A little bit of movement there. Uh, are you thinking over in this one? I'm conflicted. I am staying away. Uh, with Ryan Tannehill, the Titans over is 25, 9, and 1. But Tannehill has regressed a little bit this year that offense isn't quite as good offensive coordinator Arthur Smith uh obviously now with the Falcons as the head coach he's gone and his absence I think is making a pretty big impact the Titans are running the ball heavily with Derrick Henry which tends to slow games down the Bills have the number one defense in the league all of that points to the under but I just I don't want to bet against Josh Allen and Derrick Henry and the possibility that they just go off in prime time because it's not hard to envision that happening. So I'm just staying away. All right, Matt, that is going to do it for our super contest plays this week. Where can people find all of the content you're putting out each and every day? The fly, the fly returned this, this fly, this is, this is like the fly from breaking bad. This is how I feel about this fly. All right. Anyway, you can find all of my work at FTN Network. On Friday, I published the Fantasy Football Breakdown. On Thursday, I published my Best Bets article. Actually, just published that a few hours ago. On Tuesday, 
I uh, post my fantasy football rankings, which are updated on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, all throughout the week within the FTN bets tracker. I am uh, loading up my sides, totals, and player props. And then on Twitter, YouTube, your favorite podcast app, and on FTN, you can get the daily episodes of the Freeman Fantasy Football Show and the Degenerate Sports Betting Show. And always use the highly original promo code FREEDMAN for 20% off of your FTN subscription. All right, that is the show. You can find me and Tommy V on Twitter at Matt at the Oracle and TV at work. Thanks for joining us and see you next episode. Sports and business both require great leadership to make big things happen. But the parallels between the basketball court and the boardroom go a lot deeper than you think. On How Leaders Lead with me, David Novak, you'll find conversations with the top athletes, entrepreneurs, and CEOs to talk about performance, decision-making, communication, and the mindset required to succeed. Listen to How Leaders Lead with David Novak and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. episode please leave us a review on itunes Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.